Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Hello. (sighs) Yeah, I do have some Christmas music on in the background. I just sometimes I'm in the mood for Christmas music. Hmm? How you doing? Do you know a plumber in Los Angeles? <laughs> That's what people do when they lose their mind. They laugh. Because I'm serious. I had someone, you know when you could ask someone a question? Maybe someone has, you know, my dad's a plumber. But it's got to be in Los Angeles. Because it has to do with the way your house, like you have your septic system, you know, from all your toilets and all your, and then it runs into the sewer line that runs down the street. And if there's a problem in that line, even when it goes into the street, you still have to pay for it. I just did it. But I have a question about it. So if you go, you know what? My uncle, he's a plumber in Los Angeles. He'll talk to Todd. Email me at ToddGlassComedy at Gmail. I know it's a long shot. Maybe, I'm think- maybe it doesn't have to be a plumber from Los Angeles. But to me, I don't know. 
Maybe it doesn't. If they do the same thing in every city, if it's like that. So, um, I hope I don't get emails, people trying to, uh, offer me a job at a plumbing place. I don't, I don't even know what that means. All right. So there's that. And yeah, I am serious. Uh, but just don't email me like, oh, here's a plumber I use. It's got to be like, oh, it's my uncle. Like, so when I call the guy, I'm like, hey, you doing, Todd? Yeah, I don't want to like a number. This is a guy, a friend of mine. It has to be someone like my uncle, my dad, my best friend. Do you hear me? Cody, nothing? <laughs> what did you say? I should. He said I should tighten it up, but you know what? Maybe he's right. He didn't say that. I'm very excited to go over to, uh, hey, Starburns. Ah, oh, it's like a new start, right? You know who's nervous? Joe, Joe, Joe McKenzie, because he knows he's going to do a great, a great song. Starburns, the Todd Glass Show. Starburns, the Todd Glass Show. At them. No, not yet. Let's wait on that. They haven't, they haven't definitely said yes. But they have strong interest. <laughs> now, we're going there. Going there. Nerdist. I mean, we're done with them. They weren't really doing anything. I don't want to lie. Um, but, uh, oh, that, that's what I was going to say. Am I ever allowed to be disappointed or do I just not understand it? Because I used to tell Daniel Kino, like, don't ask people to follow you on Twitter. Leave people alone. But am I doing that? I've said this before. There's like a reasonable amount of people that listen to the podcast. But when I ask to tweet at something, oh, is it because you don't want all your... Maybe if I knew the reason. Maybe there's a reason I'll be like, oh... But to me, like if I say, now there's the few that do it all the time. You know who you are. I know who you are. And, um, but overwhelmingly, I think you could pick it up a little. I don't charge for the podcast, but I always say, oh, when I say tweet at somebody. So I'm going to ask you to tweet at Andy Fresco. Say Todd Glass is loving your music. You should do a show live from his barn studio. Slash studio Barn Slash studio You know that way he'll be like Oh it's a real You know I don't know what he'll think But I want to see it I'm going to look on Twitter I'm going to I am <coughs> Excuse me I am I am serious But It's not the end of the world But Like I said once before Even if you have to get a, a, an account Just to tweet for me once in a while Put a few friends on there But tweet at somebody for me That you have an account to do it Sometimes it's, it's different things. You know, it's a lot. Sometimes it's just throwing some love. I say, hey, everyone, tweet at blah, 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 you know, something nice. But a lot of times it's, you know, for other reasons. So anyway, ooh, um, so tweeted Andy Frasco. And by the way, uh, because I would love to get him to play in the studio. It would be great. Also, I'd love to see him when he's in Los Angeles. But, you know... Reach out to Todd Glass, Andy Frasco. Kevin Tinker, Kevin Tinker, Kevin Tinkin, Kevin Tinkin, Kevin Tinkin. 
texted me the other night. He goes, because we had just sh- played some of his music like two nights before. We did, uh, we did Mushrooms. We didn't even talk about that on the podcast. Kevin Tinkin made tea out of him. Him and Ben Avery and Vinny and me and Aaron Simon. We did, he, they made tea. We took the tea. We drank it. It was crazy. It was just super, super silly. But I want no hallucination. For me, that was good for this night. Maybe a smidgen of it. A smidgen of it. And then we watched Andy Frasco. Like a live show. It was fucking amazing. So now I would like to, uh, you know, get him into the studio. It would be great. Anyway. All right. I'm drawing a blank on his band. But I've I've said things about him on the podcast. So Uh, the UN. Yeah. Um, So there you go. So there you go. I'm trying to think of a song that would be great. Good morning, Starburns. You enter, Joe. Huh? You, you dirty dog. I think I just figured it out. I would like there to be a lot of sing-alongs in it. How can there be sing-alongs in it? The kind where you say it and then I repeat what you say. That's it. I don't want to have to remember anything. Gary Goldman's on his way over right now. Gary Goldman, is it uh, tonight's Friday? Oh, he was already at Largo. He was there Thursday night. Um, Caleb Sine is our guest today. We th- Look, I'm, he was gr- oh, he's great, by the way. He was great. He was silly. Of course, of course. Caleb's the best. But I feel I didn't do the serious topic justice because I got high before I talked about them and I forgot that we were doing some serious, you know, like two, just if you know, the first 35 minutes, if you're like, you know what, I'm in a lighthearted move, just go 35 minutes in. But um, I don't like to be high when I talk about those things. Uh, it doesn't do it any good. But I forgot we were doing two, you know, issue-oriented topics up front. So I feel like I didn't service them as well as I wanted to, but I also feel I should play it because it's what we did. And Caleb was great. I just wish I would have, you know, um, I could have serviced him better also as far as, you know, listening, talking, conversation. I, I didn't score very high. I didn't yell at anybody, don't worry. But oh, I'm exhausted. I am truly exhausted. Um, this is a two-parter also, because next week, I think it might be a two-parter. I'm not sure. I think, well, I won't say any more, think more about it. All right. Okay. That's it. Wow. Look at us. <laughs> look at you. Look at us. Look at you at the supermarket. Are you listening at the supermarket? You are? Some people are listening at the supermarket. Some people are listening other places. Somebody could be like at the, where they work in an office and every Monday everybody brings in breakfast. It's, right? You know who I'm talking to. Gabby's staring at you. She wants a bagel. All right. You're beautiful. You're great. You're charming. You're special. 
you're pretty, you're handsome, you're tough, you're strong, you're weak, you're just fucking amazing. Weak? That doesn't sound what you're weak. Not everyone can be uh, strong. Still great. All right, bye. Wow, there's such a feeling now that we're uh, heading over to Starburns. Oh, we'll talk about it later, but I feel like we can live now. <laughs> Nerdist was really that, shit. I know. Just shit. That Hardwick was a real nerd. He was. He. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> <laughs> he I like. We can do that now. This is that type of show. Yeah. And I'm talking. You know, we have someone. Hold on. Let, let's go nice and slow. Let's go nice and slow. I like that. That's the type of show we have. So. Now we're heading over to Starburns. I'm very excited because some of the shows they have are exciting. We'll talk about it later, but I like it. I feel alive again. So, wow. So this is the cold opening. I'm going to explain everything that's going on, but I don't want to forget anything. So give me three minutes. I, I bet it's less before I come your way. Um, Caleb Sign, ladies and gentlemen. Caleb Sign Welcome back to the show. Caleb Simon. Welcome back to the show. Wow. Sure. Sure, it's a professional show. Sure. Huh. Wow. Just that's that's a, a little song for the cold opening. That's nothing. That ain't shit. That is that uh, is shit. Nobody does. That is shit. Admit it. So Joe learns. Wasn't that shitty? Yeah. Thank you. You're rude. Um, <laughs> I, I be like how you're having more preset. Like, you know how there's the forward before the book starts? Mm -hmm. You've gone like 10 things. I back. know. I you know. have the song before the intro to the cold open. But it all comes. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it, all, it all comes together. And I want to be good. I will be honest. Well, I'll, I'll explain that in a second. So, half. Is it Half Alive, that band we saw their video? Half Alive? Yes. And what was, do you remember the video? I know you told me like three times and I forgot every time. Still feel? Let me tell you something. It's, the more I see new music, the more I am say the same thing. There's so much new, great music. It's exciting. What do you, you just say the more I see it, the more I say the same thing? The more I hear it. <laughs> the more I see it. Well, see it. You do see music because you watch music videos. That's true. I think that's what I'm I was, thinking of. I was more entertained. Ah, you tried to get me, and I got I you. Meant, You're so fucking angry at me. I thought it was funny that you're like the more, like we go, man. The more I see it, the more I say exactly what I used to say. It's like, well, I used to say that still. Yep, yeah, <laughs> I still say it. Used to say it, but I still do. But I used to. Well, the to older too. I get, the more I think exactly what I thought when I was 20. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing either. Uh, the older I get, I make the same mistakes I made when I was 15. <laughs> Well, you you might want to talk to at least a life coach if there's some there might be some good ones out there. Okay, listen. Do you think you know that song? There's a girl in France and she doesn't wear yes. her pants. Do you think that was a marketing ploy to get dumb guys to go to France? Hey, maybe I'll see her. I talked about this last week on the show, and I'm starting to think that I'm on to something. Well, okay. It's like the guy in Peru who fell asleep in a canoe. Now is that a true story? Yeah. No, serious. <laughs> That has to have happened once. <laughs> sure, someone's fallen asleep in a, a canoe. Yeah. And if it wasn't, uh, okay, what is this the show I do? No. I mean. That is, now, with that, that makes it better. All right, I have somewhere <laughs> to go. I'm going somewhere. So go look at their video, Half Alive. Love it. Also, you know what? I may as well say it now. 
No, I'll say it on the <laughs> opening. I've already. It's it's about Andy Frasco and tweeting at him, but I'll say it. I'll, I'll save it for the opening, so I so I can get through this quicker. Okay, if you won't car, okay. Um, I think that's it. So, all right, that's all on that on that end. Uh, so he, we're here in the studio. Uh, Eric uh, Calver is here tonight on drums. Eric Calver. And then uh, somebody that you know, li- they're li- they do it. They're a little bit. They like the comedy. They listen to the show. They're sitting in. We got a Mike, little. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, 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 M-I-K-E, Mike, Mike, Mike. By the way, uh, you could make that your ringtone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here. All right, so listen. Uh, so, and then, and then Caleb sits across from us, and then I'm here. John Brand Wagner is here. Thank you. Oh, they do like you. Oh, I thought that it seemed like they were into you. a lot more applause than any of the rest of us. Yeah, it does. And then, of course... Aristotle's over there. Oh, they like. Oh. 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 Aristotle. 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 So, so I'm very excited. Now, everyone in the room, it might get a little boring for you for the next half hour, but you know what? Maybe someone in the room will change their opinion. You always think everybody around you agrees. Sometimes it's true you agree, agree overwhelmingly, but I bet I have some close friends that are a little off on, yeah, the Me Too movement. I bet you have some really smart friends that you perceive. How about that? The safest I could talk, which I don't mind doing, mm-hmm. it, it, just holding it that it's my opinion at the end of the day, although I think I can prove it past that, actually. I think I can prove it today past my just opinion. Well, you have your opinion. I have mine. Sometimes you can put some facts around opinions, and you can do it in a very honest way, not a bullshit way, but put some solid facts around your opinions, and that's what I'm going to hope I can do today. But, um, but until then, I'm sure I have friends. I've heard friends, close friends, be a little off on it. You're like... Oh, I don't say anything because I know I'm not, I don't think I'm prepared to handle it unless in, in, in a forum like this on a right, one-on-one right. person with being that off. That's not a family member. And even then I avoid it. So anyway, so but I called you because usually I rush through this period of the show because I want to get to the silly part. But I was saying when we were off the air, like mm-hmm. since you knew because we had talked about it, we're like, you want I go, you want to talk about like a few things? I, I, I know you're always good to have because, you know, the opposing Right, yeah, I used to think right. all that. And and oh, and your family and some family members oh, do. Yeah. So I love that cuz it's not like usually I go well, I bet they're thinking this. You're like, I'll tell you what they're thinking. I just had dinner with them Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and like, you and they're great and they're loving and I get it. I get it. But it's like can I tell you though? I think we have to up the ante on the damage that people like uh can I say it as it seem mean cuz I know you won't take it personally. No, no. Cuz no. people like your parents. Mm-hmm. People that People like that I know and I love that do serious damage to people because their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you the difference if you if if I use a comparison against myself. And maybe some people would say it's just a good excuse for me to get out of maybe being as unintouched as I'm claiming other people are. Or maybe it's true. Is it all right to once in a while do something okay or be proud of some? Maybe the, re- the difference is, yeah, I think me eating tortured meat is unforgivable. 
Mm-hmm. So why can't I forgive them? At least I'm not arguing it. I'm going, you're right, and I'm, and I'm trying, and I hope to get there, as opposed to spitting all over it. That, you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, there is some things that I want to work on, and there are some things that I don't do that are perfect. But I'm, I'm acknowledging it and saying I'll work towards doing that. They're not doing that. They're, but so they seriously hurt people. They don't think they realize that people are dying literally because of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I always think back to like the uh, Iraq thing, where people are like, like, it's the way they frame it, and who you watch, and who you believe, and if you put your trust in the wrong person, you're like, I heard that Toby Keith song, that got me fired up, putting the boot in the ass, and then I saw the flag, and uh, I'm like, hell yeah, and you're, they're like, I'm patriotic, like, you don't think, they don't think they're supporting something bad, or you right. wouldn't do it, there's only a few people like that evil, who are like, right. I know it's wrong, and I like, like, giggling, and like, petting their cat. Right. Like, that's not most of them. No, most people want exactly what you want. They want right. peace, and they you have just different ways of going about it. Most people want things to be okay, and they want things to yeah. be good, and and they want things to be the most of the time. It really has to do with the way they used to be. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times it does. That's the part that scares me. How yeah. come they can't be arguing how to go forward, but just completely different directions? Well, you know why it's hard yeah. to get a lot of those people to eventually lose all the time because you're asking people to go backwards, and that's a big task to take. Well, because it's never been great, but they but they remember before their body used to hurt all the time. I think that's part of it. I think you're right. They're like, man, you know what was great was before I had a joint pain, <laughs> and they just think everything was good then because everything seemed good before you hurt a lot. You know what? It's it's sort of we'll go back, believe it or not, go back to the Me Too thing because it sort of stumbles into something that I was talking about, like with kids that you have to get an honest um, relationship with death. And what it's like to grow old and exactly what scares you about it. Because if you don't, I think the whole not letting the kids lead things, I know I've said it before, but I hope I can say it cleaner. I think that's more dangerous. I think it's the world's problems. The world's problem are that we don't let kids lead. They have, an, like I said, I've said it in my act, but they have this, they're right over and overwhelmingly again. And here's the difference. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to jerk someone a little bit. There's a lot of people that would hear me say this and go, yeah, you're right. Until something they think, kids don't. Then it's hard for them to go, get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. You're all right with it on the big picture. But if I go, okay, and then you hit them five months later, go, well, the kids are rattling all over at college campus all over the world. You should, to me, if you're somewhat evolved, go, fuck. Honestly say this when no one's around, because I know I would. You should go, fuck. I think I might be right here, but god damn it, do they have a good, right. I mean, what the fuck? They're probably right, aren't they? You should at least think that. Ask questions, doubt, but go in the back of your head. You know, they're right every fuck. But instead, when someone has an opinion and they don't agree, they'll hold, they want to think this is when the kids are going awry. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's such a ridiculous uh, argument. But uh, that is the argument that a lot of people have is they, like, because you go, surely you should agree we should go move forward and progress and more people should have more... And you go, surely we can agree on that. We just have a different way of getting there. But a lot of people will go, no, I don't agree on that. Right. Like, Ann Coulter's literally like, I don't think we should have given women the right to vote. And some people, like, I've heard that line get applause. Like, there's people who are, like, totally against being progressive at all in any way. Who are like, no, I think it should go back to, like, the, the old, like, little house on the prairie days. Like, they really want that. And, uh... That's yeah, the, of that's the that's hardest a, thing to argue with. Because yeah, you're like, wow, well, if you want that, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know why you want that. Because you know what? It's, well, it's weird when I, for a white male, I get it, you know, because yeah. your life was easy. 
But um, but you the, died the, of every disease. I know, right? <laughs> I never cured. I know. Yeah. I got. Sorry to hear about your wife. I heard she had a cold. <laughs> You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Right in your face. Hey, you. You don't like what you're hearing in your car? <laughs> what do you want from me? That's our new jingles. Uh, but here's the reason I, that, that I don't think someone's grabbing me that is sort of thinking that, like, the kids aren't right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, by the way, I always feel like a dick if I bring this up because I know this is when I'm going to really give an example of a lot of people that agree with me. On the surface, they're like, Todd's not saying kids are perfect, but there's a lot of people right now listening going, no, I get what he's saying. Like, ask them questions, doubt them, but really, if we looked at their track record, we'd really fucking hold them up like... You know, like today, like like in in, in glorious honor of mm-hmm. their track record. Like, wow, wouldn't you hold them? It's like a, someone with a doctorate, you know, of being yeah. a, right. So I'm saying, do that. There's a lot of people in my listening audience going, yeah, he's he's making sense. Okay, well then, can you get out of this? Is only to a core group. Can you get out of your own way that that even if you didn't think Bernie Sanders was right, that you could be wrong. Or are you going right now to well, there's a two sides and there's this. Yeah, you want to argue this because, it, but I think. They were right. I think just like everything else, the pulse of kids that wanted him to win, I don't even think I should have to explain it. I right. think someone should go, you are history. For, for, you know, if history was 20 years from now and you put money on the table, and I've said this a million times, and you said for a for, for million dollars, 15 years from now, how's it going to write Bernie Sanders that he would have been fucking amazing? And you know why? Because he truly fucking loves everybody. And when and he, and he, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he would have done the right thing for everybody because he truly loved everybody. When you have that much fucking power and you have that much fucking love, you can probably do some pretty amazing things. Well, even if he, like, I think it's just like with Jimmy Carter, too. Like, even if, even if, uh, like, you, no one, I've never heard anyone say they don't think he's a good person and didn't try to right. do the right thing. Uh, and, what he, who could come down on you for that? Like, why would you vote for Jimmy Carter? Because he seemed like a great person. You know, like, I, I just don't understand the, the argument against that. Like, he's clearly... Because they think, well, that's great, but, you know... I, I think what they say is just because that doesn't mean he'll answer our economical problems. But I, I've said this before, so I will really say it in 20 seconds. I think it does. Because I could see years from now a teacher right. going, well, you know, when people work better when they're treated right, when everyone's treated fair... The, it, people feel, operate better when you're told you're not a loser or you should mm-hmm. you know you can't exist just for who you are so there was a guy his name was uh, blah 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 president you know uh, Bernie Sanders and he really just everybody treated everybody equal and therefore people were happier and depression went down and it was like a great it was a you know whatever period I could see someone saying that now financially people worried he didn't know a lot but you know what our financial problems sort of worked themselves out on the back end of people right. feeling respected and having dignity and businesses did better. And it, and it worked itself out. Just like if you owned a business and someone said, hey, how would you get everyone to, to operate better? You go, well, treat them all fairly. No one's going to go, well, treat them fair, but treat them unfair. <laughs> Give them what they want. Run like go, a business. Know, right. Yeah, run, <laughs> run the world like a goddamn business right. and, and treat and if you had a store. Like, whenever people, like, I remember that was like one of the first arguments for Trump to be like, he's going to run it like a business. And I'm like, you know how you, how you hate every job you've ever had? Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. I wonder what that, if that'll come into play. You know how jobs are the thing to make everyone want to die? <laughs> Let's put the guy who did the worst of that, put him in charge of Earth, make everybody miserable. <laughs> it's Don't like, do that, John. That's <laughs> it's so. just the worst argument. What do you mean run it like a business? Everything's not a business. 
It's so hard not sometimes to comment on it, so I'm just going to let myself yeah. comment. I, I decided the other day, I don't know if I'm being sarcastically flippant to make a point or do I really believe it. Like, I get some of the things I'm saying, might, I just might mean in an avant-garde way. But I don't think people have had enough. People go, I've had enough with Trump. I feel like, oh, no, you haven't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fine. We're all fine. Me too. Me too. I right. want myself to shut up. No, 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 no. Because to make a point, you, you know how you always say you got to pick something really clean. Like when it comes to making mm-hmm. a point with about Trump to some people that might have voted for him, or I know people that have. Most of the people who listen to the show don't. I would imagine nobody did. But we have family. You have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you don't have to talk about. It. You pro- to me, if I'm, if I was trying to make a point with someone, I would go clean in on any of the name calling. Uh, and I knew we don't have enough, not even near it. Me too, I'm including myself. When he was mocking, you might go, Todd, there weren't 80 other times. Yeah, there were, but this is the one I have to pick. If I got to pick one right now and use this as an example to prove that we haven't had enough, uh, when he was mocking uh, the uh, 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 the uh, Blasey Ford the next day, like going, I remember, I don't remember. If we had it, we would take the streets. We go, no. You know in the point when you don't listen to the return answer? Well, I think, no. If, you know, if you're after getting into somebody in, in between two people, you're like, no, 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 no. You won't do that. We take, you take the streets to go, no, or whatever, you know. But on that alone, on that alone, because I think we get numbness to it. We're like, no, I know it's wrong, but Todd, take the streets. You can't mock someone. As a human being, we have a somewhat of a civil society. You can't do that. We've we have become numb to it. No, you no. You feel like you're no. You can't do that. Right. No. And someone on the news should one day lose your job and flip out and go. No, I don't care if this is the last show I record here. You are despicable to come on here and defend him. Do you have no rock bottom? I hope to God you live a healthy life to watch this interview. Believe me, I won't come off bed in thirty years. You will. You're pretty fucking sure it's the other way around. But in 30 years, if you play this, what's going on, I wouldn't look so bad. I'd be like, guy way ahead of his time. Right. When he was right. That was a just, that's not you think this, you think that. We have to somewhere draw the line. You cannot mock a person that did that on national TV. And the fact that we didn't take the streets to go, no. No, we're fucking done. So we're fine. We're fine. We can handle more. But I'm so cu- curious to why that is. Like, because like America started because the T tax was too high. Like, we were like murdering people. Like, people were going out and like stabbing British well, people we sh- in the street. Uh, and it's like, well, that's uh, well, over we a T tax. Do we have to stab people though? Can we just go out and just? It might be. By the way, I'm probably half crazy, half right. I think people have. A- well, people we've overturned um, government. People have overturned governments, mm-hmm. right? Haven't we? Haven't it's, it's a another whole thing though. It's like it takes up your whole day. <laughs> <laughs> Did it scare you when I was yelling? No, you yell all the time. Well, that's what you told me in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's seriously about the we haven't had enough of Trump. I think so. Part of his uh, evil genius, not that I think he's an evil genius, but part of it, it's like something about it's like the evil genius of a. Uh, of a hurricane. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like the hurricanes are smart. It's just, wow, that sure is uh, hard to stop. 
uh, <laughs> is it's similar to you know in the you ever see that one of those magician movies I think it's the illusionist or the prestige or something and it's the guy he pretends to be an old man but he's not an old decrepit man but that's part of his magic trick is you're like oh my god but he's actually a huge very athletic but he even gets in and out of cars before the show and people said oh that's that's like Norm McDonald Norm pretends like he's dumb but he's not dumb at all but he pretends to because that's part of his thing and I think Trump's thing is that he's so silly and he's got a silly hair and a silly orange face and he, he intentionally buys bad suits so that he looks like a dumb fuck. Uh, he, I think he really is like, if I seem insane and ridiculous, that uh, I can get away with more things because yeah. it seems on brand. It's like, oh yeah, of course he made fun of her. He's a dick. Like you just, that's You the become guy. right. And you also, it's funny, I like that they don't go after his hair on SNL, but but I'm about to make a U-turn, and but maybe a justifiable one because I get it. Once they make fun of the hair, then what happens is they make uh, somebody else on the news on Fox makes fun of uh, uh, somebody's weight, mm-hmm. and you go, "Why go after the weight?" And, you, and then they are able to say, "Well, you go after Trump's hair, don't you? Cotton candy hair." It's not the thing we hate about him his hair. Mm-hmm. They make his hair actually look better on SNL. Yeah, but it is. I almost think it's tempting to go. I think we're allowed. I think we are allowed. I think. Look, we're rightfully scared to because then it opens the gates for them. And I'd rather people not go after people's physicality. It's never what I'm angry at. But no, I think the the makeup, the orange face, like, you know, you've had people tell you not to do. You know how I know you've had people that know how to do makeup? Because when she became the president, you stopped having an orange face. And then you went back to it. So you knew how you looked better. He was—he knew how he looked better. Even though he was the president of the free world, the best makeup people in the world, he knew, even though everyone else said it looked better, he put the orange back on, and he know he looked in the mirror, and he went, no, that looks better. That's who is the president. That delusional. Orange makeup with circles. That's like a joke. Like, you would go, I'm going to put this on. Go over to my friend's house. And then no one's allowed to say anything. Like, that's how bad that is. You go, Todd, you mean like a bad spray tan? No, not a bad spray tan. Pass that. The, his uh, with white circles around his eyes. That is a joke. It is not just a bad makeup job. Bad makeup job. That's like, no, are you fr- is this punked? Am I being punked? But I think that's part of his. Th- I don't know if he's smart enough to have done that on purpose. But it's like evolution, you know. Like you squirrels, really- squirrels didn't get that. They got that bushy tail for his, who knows. They didn't think of it. But that that helps them somehow, or else they wouldn't have it. So I think he's like my ridiculous face because most Americans don't have good tans. Most people have shitty tans like his. Most people have shitty hair. I don't walk down the street thinking everybody's got great hair and great suits and talks good. Most pe- and, or is right. You ever have a political discussion with anybody? Even your friends, you're like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Neither does he. And I think people love it. They relate with Most it. Most people are like, man, I love that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. That's what I would do because I wouldn't know either. <laughs> you, you know what I always dislike that they always say it has to do with what you're saying. You know, there's just things have never been run this way in the White House before. No, no, no. I don't care if someone comes in and does things completely different. That can be good, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not upset with him because he's doing things completely different. That can be an awesome thing. Someone that comes in and fucking changes shit and turns it around and goes the opposite direction. Some people have that much power. They can do amazing things in office. So it's not. I, I don't like when they make it look like, oh, we just don't like that it's different. No, different can be awesome. It's bad. Different. Just remember, now we can at least agree there's two, there's more than one different. <laughs> there can be good different and bad different, okay? I'm, and I know you think it's good different, but I think yeah. it's bad different. I, stop acting like I have any problem with different. We needed something different. We needed something different. That's a good thing that someone's doing something different, just not that different. Right. Not, I don't mean that different like it's that different. I mean like what he does different. 
And we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's a sure. Good news. Blah, 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 blah. Folks, you got to get a Casper mattress. <laughs> With that, we start doing ads. Well, I, I, would like, I, would, I wouldn't skip ads if they were like this. I'd like me a mattress. Why can't it be us? Ah, what ah, type should I put in here? Adam and Eve. Adam, Adam and Eve. Sex Eve. toys uh, for all your. Uh, for You'll get all your sex toys. <laughs> Do you think the mailman ever winks at you? He knows what's in there. When he coughs a lot when he hands it to you. <laughs> Here's a regular packer. Can I ask you a question, Mammon? Or sir? Yeah. <laughs> I try to make all bits fair. That's the question? <laughs> Is there a dildo in there? Because I was betting my guy back at the office, we were loading it in the truck. It just seems like one. It's bouncing all over the place. So we had a $50 bet. I said it is. Ma'am ma'am, or sir? Husband and wife. We'll be back. We'll be back. No. Um, so anyway, I want to talk about one more thing, and then right. we're going to take a break. I'm very excited to be silly. I have so many, so much fun planned this episode. You have no idea. Thank you. How long did we go so far? Uh, less than 30 minutes. How, how much less? We're at 25. Maybe I should not talk about this. It's a big, oh, yeah. big issue. What is it? The Me Too thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, what I always think is uh, whenever because so it's pretty popular even among people who you think are progressive to go it's going a little too far and it's like what do you mean who did it get the like I the only reason you would say that is if they were like literally surrounding your house and you're like I think it's gone too far because they got okay me. Let, let's now you got me started yeah I try to blame you <laughs> <laughs> okay well how dare you come on my podcast <laughs> and get me started <laughs> thank you let's let's talk about it because here's why. I don't think we have to... I think we can talk about it pretty quickly. I'd like to. Mm -hmm. um, the same thing with me. That what you just said. Like, that same thing. Because, you know, you can have two people... You think, oh, they're, they're defending the Me Too movement, you're, but they're defending it in different ways. I like that the first thing you mentioned, that's one of the things. Like, now let's go on to... And, by the way, I'm not saying... Because I didn't know that it's, it's individual people, but it has turned into a movement, and I think now there are people that speak for it. Um, maybe I'm going to give you a, a st I'm going to be very honest with you. And I promise me if you think I'm completely off on it or how, like, I want you to judge how you think I'm doing it, sort of understanding it. Cause I've never said this to anybody, but people hanging out at the house, like when defending the me too movement, like, should it, should, can it take down a few good ones? Is that, and, you know, that question's a good question and it should be answered. Some, not everybody, some very, very intelligent people can be a little, Look, let's be honest. Even don't don't. I don't want to be disrespectful. I do think I'm right. Of course I do, and they think they're right. Um, I get it. So through in, through an intelligent conversation, you hopefully you want to convince them because you think it'll make. Obviously, you think it's the the right thing. So, but I think that's a good question. Like, just it's a good question that I think has a smart answer. And here is my answer for it. You know, because it will take down. There will be somebody that accuses somebody that's innocent. And is that 
here's my guess at it. And here's the thing. I don't mind being wrong. Like, I really mean that. If someone emails me real nice and they go, hey, Todd, we always love you. We're trying to be. But, you know, you said it. You know, they correct me, but in a loving way. I go, oh, and I'll see it. I can't wait to get back on the podcast to go. I read that email. Oh, my God. I didn't mean it came out that way. So I don't mind. But with that, all that said, here's my stab at the dark. That nobody wants, no, no, not under a lie detector test, you could put 30 people under it. Do they want not only for it to end, was that their wish, or do they want it to end and get a few good ones? They'd pass with flying colors. Right. Yeah. No. It's, uh, what if you had a magic wand? Seriously, in your deepest, deepest, you want it to end. You want this unequality to end. But don't you sort of want to give a shiv and go, here's, yeah, you're a good one. Guess what? A lot of our good ones came. The answer would be no, and they would pass the lie detector because I know I would. Because, but so when, then, then how, what happens when it, it does get a good one? When, when somebody comes forth with... That's just the law of the land. And I'm not yelling like I think I'm right, but I'm yelling like I think I'm, I think I might be pretty close. It just pendulum goes that way. If there was a magic wand and they could wave it and go, all we wanted to do is end, they'd wave it. It's not in their plan to take a few good ones down. And I think what happens is people know what it's like when they go put on someone else's shoes, you know, but I think you, I'm going to make, I'm, I'm going to go long, but I prompt, no, you know what? I, yeah. And then I, then I will shut up long. Um, a long time ago, I think people can relate with other people's issues, and I'm including myself. Like, if someone said, what is sexism? What is it like to grow up in this world? I could write a paper that would make you go, Todd fucking gets it. But then I probably don't fucking get it at all. You know, when you really start, you know, learning what, what other people's plights are. And so the, I, could, I know what it is, but I don't really know what it is. Right. I know what it is on paper. And this is the long analogy. Uh, a long time ago when I was doing ride-along, like 25 years ago, and this does come and make an exact correlation to this, I promise, it pulls together. And he said a lot of the, pro uh, the different type of problem they were having with the cops, and not bad cops, when people get pulled over for drunk driving, they relate more with the drunk driver because everybody drank then. Right. They, yeah. they know it's wrong. If on paper, if they go, who's the victim? The person that got killed by the drunk driver. They know it. You're you're drunk driving. You were uh, walking down the street and got killed. Of okay, yes, on paper. Right. But when the heart, when you get out there, and and you're and you see someone, you're about to ruin their life. Even a good cop can make a bad decision because he's he knows the he knows more. He's so, he knows he's it's easier to put himself in the shoes of the of the drunk driver. That they're not a despicable person because it's them. Yeah. So I think that's what happens here. I think people, they, they, they can put themselves into women's shoes or to, to the plight of that unequality. But more maybe they can relate with the person that's, that's in the news that did it. Someone, on, someone that's on television that they like their work or whether it's a newscaster and, or whether it's a morning show host. And you, you, you really have more in common with them than... The, you know the. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you you um, you're 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 empathizing. Yeah. You don't really know what it's like because if you did, if you understood what it was like with grinding your teeth the way it was the old way, the fact that it would might take out a few good ones would you would get it. It's no one wants that. It's just the way the pendulum swings. Now it's going to go the other way, and that sucks too. And our goal is to get it just in the middle, but that's not the way the universe works. How how'd I do? I think that's totally true because it's like if we're going to hold people accountable for, you know, sexual crimes, they are crimes. 
they're not, they're not like it's not even like we're making up new ones. It's like these are existing things you can't do, and we're just deciding to take it serious now. And they're like, oh, but some people are in jail for. Sometimes you get a few good people with everything. This is what we got to do. We're going to be ninety nine yeah. percent effective in things, but we that doesn't mean do zero. Like you'll never get any of the ones if you like. It's crazy to it's, me. It, it, it's to well, you said that. it better than I said yeah. it, which good. So. Thank you, because it sort of legitimizes what I'm saying. It's not the. It's not by choice. It's not like, and by the way, um, I was happy. I was happy to see that Chris. Now look, did it make his life just suck? Yeah, but you got caught in the whirlwind of it. I was very happy to see that everything went back to the way it did for him, because it said, all right, well, they they had some questions, but look at the old way, not the old way that you knew from afar. You. The old way you knew it. Oh, yeah, sexism. It's a word. No, that every day what it was like, if you could just to be touched against your will at any fucking level, the way you want to fucking slop yourself. Right. Don't fucking touch me for years and years and years and years. Then, then the new way when taking down a few people would still be sad. Any innocent person, it, it sucks. But it's, we just can't end it by waving a magic wand. But you just think, well, now it seems worse because the old way you didn't relate with as much to be worse. You just knew that as sexism. The other one you've lived. You thought right. that could be me. Like you really. The other person you got in their shoes and you went, yeah, I know. But the other person you got in their shoes and you walked 30 miles. Yeah, people always. Th I hate that thing now when people are like, what if. <laughs> like, what if it's your son? Remember when Trump, he goes, what? Someone could accuse your son. Of that, and it's like, well, what? No one's ever worried about being accused of murder, but it, you know what I mean. Like, no one's. Oh boy, someone's gonna accuse my dad of murder. Like, why? No, that's not likely. That's not likely at all. Like, no. Every time I run for office, I get accused of murder. <laughs> Here they come. They right. always drag yeah. up those dead yeah. bodies. Uh, uh, it's funny. How come they never accused me of murder? Yeah. Twenty years ago. Yeah. Well, I can't kill. No one kills someone, and then people find out later. Yeah, by the, the way, you're, by the way, why don't people in the news ever say this? You know, they go yeah. answer, go, yeah, so, you know, you, like, just bring logic to it in an interview. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So I'm right? Oh, you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know how I did. Like, I don't mind. No, I almost want to be graded. Like, that, yeah, I, th I think one thing about the Me Too movement I, that drives me insane is when people are like, even little things, like, can't even commit some little crimes? Like, what, what, <laughs> how many crimes do you want to commit? Like, little ones. Like, that's not good. Yeah, why are you ones. asking? I I'm can't telling steal you. Anything? I'll tell you what it's going. You know what they do when they ask? Like, what about just like looking until they're uncomfortable and I sort of know it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you do this? Did you do this? You know what? I go back to the same thing. People will hold on to something instead of admitting. Like they're so afraid. Like if they, if they, if look, decency isn't on a curve. So it's not like well, at least I didn't rape anybody. Right. No, no, decency's not on a curve. Like, it's so. So, what if there's something littler for you to learn? Right. So, what if you do think, oh, wow, I would not do that anymore? You're not a despicable person because you might have, well, it depends on what you did. There is forgivable behavior. People grow, they evolve. I think, so it's either, I think some people think, well, if I admit it was wrong, I'll have to admit I did something wrong. So, I'll just may pretend it was right and go to my death with it. No, it's okay to go. Little things, big things, wow, I wouldn't have done that now. Right. Or I would, oh, I'd be more empathetic to that now. I wouldn't have done that joke anymore. On your own, not right. by, like, forget about outside forces. I always like to ask people, on your own, do you ever? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I because people always go to the extreme. They're like, because rape and murder are like the most extreme, awful things. But there's other things that aren't murder that are still like violent. You know, like if you're running for office, then people are like, uh, do you like to throw rocks at, at people's heads and miss by a little and just to scare them? But you have good aim, so it never hits their head. And you're like, yeah, I love to do that. And they'll be like, why well, don't I, think, I don't think I'm going to vote for you? And you're like, I didn't kill anybody. It's like what you do is that I don't want that person in office who like loves doing that, throwing rocks at heads. And I think there's sexual equivalence of that. And it's like, no, nah, I just kind of like to make ladies feel bad. I like to kind of like make a honk noise. <laughs> I don't touch their boob, but I make a honk noise and they work for me. That's bad. And we shouldn't. That's within the movement. And people are like, oh, we should focus on rape, not my honk bit. It's like, <laughs> no, we don't like your honk bit. Let's get rid of all the things yeah, that are bad. Yeah, but yeah, don't compete. They're, they're not um, empathy's right. not a competition. There's enough to go around everywhere. Yeah. Oh, why aren't you doing? You should be out there dealing with the fires instead of. <laughs> oh, and I'll do both. I'm not. A, we have firemen. Yeah. It's like this yeah. is my job. So I was gonna say this that when sometimes people ask you like, what if it happened to me? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, first of all, you know someone is asking that because they should. Right. But. They should ask it. Of course there's someone out there going, yeah, what, what if it happens to you, Todd? Like, I'm going to try to play games and go with anything, sure, but suck. But maybe I'm not the right person at that moment in my life to decide whether uh, it's fair or not because I'm going through it. And I'll give you a crazy analogy, but I think it also touches on something I've said before, but I still hope I'm right about this. It's like if you, you know, when somebody, let's say you had your, your child, I have to go to a very graphic, you know, why someone's in jail. If you went to, you know, someone murdered your child and, uh, you, you know, that person's in jail. And I've always said that I have a feeling. I, uh, by the way, I swear I'm not flippant when I say it. If someone very intelligent explains to me how I'm just a little off, Todd, you're a good person, you're a little off. That's how I come up. That's how I change my opinion. I'm OK with it. I'm not 20. When I was 20, I would argue to be right just because I didn't want to admit I was wrong. Now I'm all right with it. Yeah. You know, so especially this shit, you know, so. I think it would probably be better. Look, the end result you would want to say to someone that had a child that went through that, well, went through that murdered, (laughs) is that we have less people murdered. I would imagine that's what you want to come out of this. And that's why putting them in prison and not having a TV, this is all to deter another fuck to come along and do this to another child. I'm sure anybody, I I know I'm guessing what someone would say, of course they're going to go, exactly. That is why they want it to deterrent. And I'm sure that it has to do with the end result is you just never want this to happen to another child or a human being again. Well, what if I can convince you that your way isn't working? I know. And, and what if I can convince you that if that's really what you want, then when people are loved, they talk. And they've learned in other countries. I'm making this up, but you could see it being right. That when they talk, we learn. And when we learn about them, we can figure out why they do this. And when we don't make anybody, the worst disgusting human being in the world, when a 12-year-old has these feelings of molestation or wanting to kill people, he will come forward, as opposed to feeling these are the worst people in the world. So doing it will, and we inevitably get what you want, because the murder rate, the rape is all way down now. What it won't do, and I'm not being flippant when I say this, it won't do anything for your rage. Right. So now you have to decide what you want to nurture. Now, someone would go to me, Todd, what if that was your daughter or your son or your niece? And I think they're going to get a different answer. Then I might not be. Like I said, be, 
the right person to be making the decision. I'm too close to it, and I should be. And I should think, no, you're not getting color TV. <laughs> That's the right reaction if it happens. But then thank God that other people from a distance make different calls, being able to look at it from a wider perspective. Right. So what'd you do wrong? Me? I don't know. You were looking at me like you... Yeah, what I do I, I don't, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think the two of the thing with your son is like, people go, what if your son gets accused of it? Uh, and it's like, well, if your son gets struck by lightning, that is sad. But we still need an atmosphere. And I'm not going to <laughs> call off the whole ozone layer and the clouds. <laughs> I still think we need them. And uh, don't put them outside. I also hope that you raise your son better than that. Yeah. Don't get struck by lightning. You know? I just don't think... I think the falsely accused of, uh, of rape thing is like the rare... Isn't it the rarest thing in the, on, in the world? Like you're more likely to... <laughs> well, right. That's what... Just the number... It doesn't mean that people can't do it. It yeah. doesn't mean... But yeah, the numbers are very, 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 very yeah. high. Um, all right. Well, guess what? Whoa. Welcome to Todd's World. What? We're going to take a break? Was that, was that the cold open? Yeah, that was the cold <laughs> open. That was. Oh, well, you don't understand the type of show we're going to have tonight. Oh, We curse more now. Fuck it. Oh, that's cool. Fuck it. We're on a new network. We don't do whatever what we want. Fuck. 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 You want to curse? Shit. Shit. Fuck. Piss. Piss. Piss on diarrhea. Go piss on diarrhea. The coolest show in the network. Caller, go ahead. Caller. I, uh... Mr. Starbird, I own the, the network. Oh, uh, everyone, stop everything. Hey, it's Mr. Mr. Oh, hello, Mr. Starburns. Yeah, it's me, Mr. Starburns. Oh, hi, dude. I've been loving over here. I heard you saying fuck in your show's game. Oh, no, that might have been Aristotle, but he does other bad things. All right, your show's back on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Fuck, shit. Okay, guess what, everybody? We're going to take a break. We're going to let this song breathe, and we'll be back. It's a real show. Eric just keeps playing. Do whatever you want. Imagine touching your pee pee to that music. We'll be back. <laughs> We're back. We're not yet. We're back. We're back. We're back. Wow. This is the now the cold opening to the opening. Like the other one was the cold opening to the the, to the thing. Now that started. 
we come in like this. Hey, Todd, it's me, Rod. Maybe that's what this show should be called. Todd and Rod. Story time with Todd and Rod. This is a voicemail. Rory left me. Um, I saw that you called. Give me a call when you get time. I'm in South Carolina because my sister got married. And we're here to celebrate Brett Kavanaugh getting confirmed <laughs> to the Supreme Court. <laughs> All right. Ooh. This is a long message. This is one of those voicemails where it's hard to get off stage because you just can't get a big laugh at the end of the show. I'm, that's how I feel right now. I feel like I just can't say the right thing to end this. I could just hang up. You know what I mean? I could walk away from it, but I just... I don't know what it is. Something's keeping me here. Maybe yeah. it's you. Maybe you have a great energy, and it's wow hard to. This is a good commercial. Tell you to fuck off, because you're such a good guy. It's a good commercial for the Todd Glass. But uh, then half of me is like, that's not it. He's a pile <laughs> of shit. I don't know. Anyways, I gotta go donate all this money to a charity. <laughs> I never heard that yet. It's Caleb Sign, everybody! He's here for the entire three hours. That's when we tell our guests. It's a real show, right? Take it up. the new network we give the shows everything we got I, I do have to go but uh oh you do <laughs> Caleb sign everybody thanks for coming by I can only be here for one I right, calm down that's a great calm down this isn't the show we do thank you how about a shout out for Babs that's Babs. right baby hey Babs where you been if you know what I mean <laughs> I hope you had fun at coming by tonight <laughs> Did you all rehearse? Did you all rehearse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you all rehearse? Oh, like See how good we could get if we tried our hardest. Yeah. Hey, Small, hey, hey Todd. Oh. Todd, this good is uh, Mr. Starburns here at the New Network. I heard you've been singing uh, songs that cost us a lot of money to put on the network. Uh, like uh, New York, you're clearly doing Frank Sinatra. That's going oh. to cost us a lot of money. Oh, I didn't even know it was. Well, the show, we're going to cancel the show. Wow. Could you do me a favor? Yeah. Go. Todd and Caleb are whispering over the table. 
We can just edit out. You can just tell it to me, and we can edit it out. Oh right? no, I like leaving you. <laughs> it was funny. I was gonna. Oh, here's what I was trying to tell Caleb. We both have headphones in. I can't hear anything you're whispering. I know, and I couldn't hear any. <laughs> My ears are covered with thick things. Here's what I was. Here's what I was saying. Oh. Wow, that. It was like in my crotch area, whatever that sound was. Oh, was that you, John? Yeah. I thought, well, that was out of my ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew I had to make you laugh. Because if you're not laughing, you're bored. People would rather be places where they're laughing. That's what I figured out through some studies. Thank you. Oh, they do like what I have to say. That'd uh, be a long name for a comedy club, but I would go there. <laughs> what, what would it be called? People would rather be places where they're laughing. <laughs> So I want to make you, like, this is going to be a fun night for you. I feel like the social issues, you know, I was just, you know. We're going to have a special night Lay tonight. some happiness on me, so the brighter side you'll see. No more weariness to me, lay some happiness on me. tell you something i like this song it's got a good we're gonna we have eight versions of it but i owe you i think i think i owe you an apology not an apology well an apology well you you were saying something and then we just went off course i'm not that attached to anything i'm saying no i was well i mean well then why couldn't i remember i'm like trying to be the good guy here i whenever Um, people do that it's like uh it's (laughs) if it were that good we would both remember but now that's not always true that's not always true i'm sure there's a lot of brilliant ideas swirling around in space um Uh, maybe definitely how about think of if there was all an area that put some reverb maybe a little bit in my if there was an area up here and it's every idea. Forget about the, even the bad ideas and the mediocre. Just the good ones. Even if it's 10%, 5% of, especially before we had cell phones and we record ourselves, there's just all, some we remember the next day. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that are just gone. Even if 1% of 100% of them were unbelievable, I'd sure like to hear them. Is there any way anybody knows how to tap into that in the universe, when we can tap into conscious thoughts that are lingering out there, I think we got ourselves a hell of a CD. I think this is what Neil deGrasse Tyson dreams. That's what his dreams are like every night. It's like you in space yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> we make the space sound because our show has space. Uh, we have a real show. It would be funny if we did, did one like... <laughs> Stop. No bits. <laughs> Did I tell you that one time that I, the only time I met Robin Williams, uh, it was in the green room and uh, he hadn't said anything yet. He just kind of came in and sat down at the Laughing Skull in Atlanta. And uh, we were like kind of just joking around of all the comedians. He hadn't said anything yet. And then we all, we all laughed and like I looked over at him and he goes, I don't riff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't riff. It was the fight. I got the biggest laugh. Like it just killed. To be it, clearly, we all know I'm Robin Williams and right, I right. pretend I don't. I don't riff. I don't riff. <laughs> Wow. Oh, he's so funny. He made that. You just like, should get him on the podcast. Hip <laughs> 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 Come on, everybody. Do you want to hear me sing? Lay me down, lay me down, pretty mama on your side. 
Mr. Starburns again. Oh, hi. I mean, we were just talking I about funny a, nicknames. A little too many singing bits. Oh, no, no, no. That was John. I, honestly, that was Aaron Simon. And honestly, honestly, swear to God, he already got asked to leave. Oh, okay. I, we were talking about nicknames, and then we we're going to talk about this whole transgender thing. Oh, good. Okay. No, uh, just, uh, oh, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, why? What, what did somebody say? Uh, you know, I just uh, got, a, got, a, got a lot of emails about a lot of, lot of song-heavy episode. and uh... That's the bit we were that, we, <laughs> that I could remember. It's the one we're doing right now. Oh, yeah? Right. That's the one that I said, weren't you doing something? <laughs> and that was, this is it. This is a double whammy. The bit returns, and I know what it is. Oh, I'm in such a good mood. I never let go of it. Can I be honest? I'm a guy that when I go, well, who cares? It doesn't matter. I never stop caring. <laughs> This whole show, I would have been weighed down by what the fuck oh, no, was that good. Biddy was doing. Are you okay? I'm feeling great. Here's why I'm nervous. What are you nervous Well, about? I got a call from Babs. Yeah, yeah. She said you're, uh, she told me. Oh, no. So I try to get stuff out of you. Do that. Is there something? I'm you going can... to prison. <laughs> <laughs> you're that quick to release. Well, he knows. Yeah, well, so you know. How do, good... do the podcast from jail? That'd be fun. By the way, I want I want people I hope people in jail do listen to my podcast. And I, I hope, hope so. Well, I wish they can't you send me an email. I'm just imagining that no headphones, it's like in their cell, like in Shawshank, and people are like, Turn tight glass off. Why off? I've, Why can't I you have I imagine it the other way? You know the Turn point. it on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the way I Hey, it. turn on Todd Glass. Can I it's the only thing I can fall asleep. I'm a criminal. The warden gets on the PA. We will have no talking during the Todd Glass podcast. <laughs> you can wear your pajamas out to the courtyard and your bow ties. I cannot believe I'm allowing this. <laughs> For tonight's Todd Glass shows, and yes, we'll be having peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Why can't that be? Here's if I if I was the warden in Shawshank, here's what I would do on, over the. Hey, uh, no escaping. <laughs> Hold on. There will be no escaping. <laughs> the way I have it in here, I find it an insult that you'd want to escape. I treat you with respect and dignity, and a lot of you have done things that some people would. You know, think you don't deserve it. I think you, you, you're where you belong, but you don't have to be treated without respect. So while you're here, I try to treat you with respect and dignity. Now, would it kill you to wear pajamas with feet to the Todd Glass show? Hey, this is the warden. We just heard about the Me Too movement might have get a, someone innocent, so we're letting all the prisoners go today. Uh, <laughs> Woo! John, you oh. hear it? That's coming down now. Oh my God. John, tell us something we don't know about you. Name? Yeah. Is it the new segment time? Yes. I want to know what's something we don't know. It doesn't have to be a gigantic thing. Wait, I don't remember. Do you tell us something or do we ask you questions? No, he gets to tell us something we don't know about him. Oh boy. Are you embarrassed? No, I'm just trying to rack my brain for something. Don't. Some hey, you have all the time in the world. But hurry up about it. No, my grandfather. Did we talk? We know we talked about it off the podcast. But we, every one of my brothers remembers. My grandfather said, "Waitress, she forgot something." He goes, "That's okay. Uh, take your time and hurry up." <laughs> oh, it's a great grandfather. Take your time and hurry up. 
Uh, yes, sir. I have, t I have two tattoos. Ooh. Ooh. Do you really? Ooh. Yeah. I, I knew. Idea. I knew he had a tattoo. You know, I had two tattoos. Well, well if you're gonna. I didn't do anything wrong, and I'm not answering questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I know you have you have one on your back, right? Right. Yeah. Do you have any tattoos, Aaron? Aaron Eric. on drum? Eric. Eric? Is he here, too? I'm kidding. Eric Calver. Eric Calver. Wow. Eric I've Calver. Got, I've only got one. You've, what do you have? I have the Nerdist logo. No, you don't. <laughs> on... <laughs> On my back. I have a question for you. So this might be... I'm going to just see how you'll do it. Like, I tried to do it. I don't know a lot about baseball. Do you know a little bit about baseball? Yeah, it's the one with the bat. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, oh, shit. <laughs> that one, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, so you're like an announcer in a booth. Now, my joke, just to bring you up to date, was always I'd have to talk about the day. Like, if I got hired... Well, it sure is sunny out here today. I try to fill in that type of shit because I don't really <laughs> high fly ball. Right. The ones I use are very generic. The ones I use are like high fly ball. I think I stole it from John. Uh, uh, that well, crack of the bat. I stole it from. I just steal things. I know the one I know is high fly ball. That's American. High fly ball out the center field. Everybody yeah. knows that. That after that, I'm done. So uh, I'll be in the booth with you. And then, uh, how good are you at like announcing the game? You talk, you announce, you talk, you announce. Can you make up those iconic? It's the line bottom. Line Oh yeah. It's the bottom of the fourth. And uh, bottom is of the fourth up the here. Bat. We got uh, this guy is uh, he's 19 years old. They drafted him right out of high school here. This is a Wissick. Wiss. Wiss. Wissick. I can't say it today. Uh, you know what it is? They yeah. own everything. Yeah. That's why they never. Look. I can't say it today for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that's right. Wissahawken. He's from Wissahawken. West Virginia, that young man. We got a chance to talk to him earlier today. I always wonder roll. if the, the color, the guy on the the play-by-play -play is not paying attention, misses the whole because the guy's going on about where he's from. Oh yeah, he's from say say uh, uh, go. I'm the uh, go to tell me there's something amazing going out out on the field. All right, you go. So anyway, they got uh, the plums that are so well, big well, down well, there well, well, that you will uh, what? He's he struck out. Shh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. These plums are so big. He's what the hell is he talking? Oh, uh, he's plums. murdered. <laughs> I used to play it. There used to be a video game. I didn't that wasn't uh, funny by the way. He's murdered. I didn't make the bit go anywhere good. And I apologize. Uh, the bit should be I'm back to the bit and I'm doing a good job. So this whatever's happening, I erase that part. But Aristotle, you don't have to. One of my favorite. You I were to, good, by the way. Thank you. You want to do it more? I want you to do it more. I want to see. I want to. I, want I can to, do play-by-play. What well, can I tell you? Why? What? Can I be honest? <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of hot dogs, songs about hot dogs. First official spinners of the Todd Glass Show. If you like the Todd Glass Show and you like some of the nuance of that, then you're gonna love songs about hot dogs. Songs about hot dogs. The first official spinoff of the Todd Glass Show. Songs about <laughs> hot dogs. You're gonna love the way you listen to your songs about hot dogs. Um, back to you. I was uh, going to tell you about the baseball. I used to play a baseball video. I can't remember which one it was, but some video game. And the it had, it was, so they had the announcers, and one of the guys was doing play-by-play, -play and one was doing color. And the color guy made me laugh so hard on that game because he would say, like... Uh, Wait, what did you just say? The guy who did color commentary. Oh, okay. I thought you did said you the guy... Was... colored guy? Yes. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> I swear to George Carlin, to George Carlin. I thought you said that. That's why I was proud of I myself. Think you would know. I. I know. I know. But I thought maybe it's in the context of the story. 
No, the color commentary guy. Oh my God! I said to George Carlin, well, yeah. I know it's an insult to you. It's like because you're like Todd. Don't we know each other long enough? I didn't, I thought maybe you know. Like I said, I'm sorry. That Babs was right about you. Put your knife away. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But uh, the 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 guy doing the color commentary. <laughs> He, uh, so the guy would be like, one, two pitch, a little outside. And the guy would go, you know, the ice that they give you here when you drinks, it's, uh, I like it. It's like round ice. <laughs> you like round ice better than square ice? I think it makes it colder. <laughs> and then the guy goes like, ah, it's a little high and outside. And he's like, <laughs> I think that round ice, it gets like the Do water can there. go Do through. <laughs> okay, I'll be the other guy. High fly ball out the center field. I like that when the ice has a hole in it, because I feel like you, it can get the water on the inside and the outside cold. Kind of goes through it like a tube, like a cold tube. And it looks like he's going to... Or maybe I'm wrong. Well, I feel like Dr. Pepper is the coldest of the sodas. I feel like the bubbles are smaller, and it helps it cold up quicker because of the little bubbles. The two guys that neither of them know anything about. <laughs> okay, so I'm hoping you will. Wow, what, what just went happened over there? <laughs> and then you... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great play-by-play guy that does has never seen a game. Whoa, I think... Uh, oh, something's going on down there. <laughs> he threw it. The, the guy that... It looks it. like he threw it, but the other guy caught it, and people are going wild out here. I think they're did on... He something, did he stop something, or... Whoa, everybody that was batting is, in, is now on the field. I don't know. They switched. Oh, okay. The teams are switching. Wow, that guy just threw a ball at his head. Is that illegal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like uh, when they give me nachos and the cheese is already on. Then I like it a side of cheese so I can dip the nachos because it gets soggy. If you get nacho all over every chip true. in the beginning, it's not as good. We'll be right back. You're right. Well, it depends how they do. <laughs> you get I'm so in. happy to answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, well, you know, you do bring up a good point. Why can't I discuss it? I started to interact with that guy. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, Mel. <laughs> Mel. Um, okay. So uh, I'm just getting rid of stuff, right? By the way. Hi, fly ball. <laughs> Baseball on the radio really is something. It's like a fun. Uh, it's calming. Yeah, there's something about it. Sometimes I I put it on uh on the, in the house just on a Saturday or something. I haven't done it in a while. Well, because I don't have I don't have a TV right now. Oh, good. But when I had TV, I would uh, put it uh put it on just the game in the background. Yeah, I don't even good care background. what game it is. It just feels right. It's like a Yule log. Right. I want to go to a baseball. I do want to go. There's a few things that I say I want to do. One, I want to go see Andy Fresco. When he is in Los Angeles, I don't want to let it happen where he comes here and then I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Also, if also it, the Lucky Chops are playing soon. Shut really? Oh, where? They're great. Yeah, I've been meaning to tell. I John and I talked about it. Oh, and also that I, I want to. I I, I I seriously in, in in the next four or five months, I want people. To, I want to be able to say, oh, I started going to more music stuff. It doesn't mean I have to go to everything. Sometimes cool. I'll want to see a band, but where they're playing, it might not be work for me if it's, you know, whatever the situation is. But I want to be able to say I started to go more. I want to see Andy Fresco. But the tallest man, uh, tallest man on earth, he's playing, but it's sold out in L.A. in November. I mean, Does anyone have any connections there? Does anyone have any connections yeah. there? You Does can, anybody? I'm he's sure playing could, in November in Los Angeles. Does anybody have any connections? I'm sure you could find tickets on, like, StubHub. Or he's playing on Wilshire, some cool place. It's like an old church. Oh, 
aftermarket. Well, I'm looking for someone that works there that goes, come on in the side door, Todd. Uh, Todd, it's uh, Mr. Starburns here. I hear you're soliciting uh, ticket swaps uh, over through my network. It's a highly illegal scalping uh, situation. And, First of all, I happen to know you're not from Starburns because I was told by the president of Starburns today they would never call us on the air and make any suggestions. So you are a fraud, sir. Believe me, there's no... <laughs> Sometimes when he plays it, I go, how do you know? Oh, it's Like, what, thing. are you just waiting with your hand on that button? Because it's so perfect. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, listen, there's so many things we have to talk about. I'm not nervous at all. Good. We can't, I'm not, you know, my old, old days, I was afraid of silence. That always will lead to a bad show. That's true. It will always lead to a bad show. I always love it whenever I listen to Mark Marin and there's a long silence, and I'm like, oh, they're crying. <laughs> oh, you think that's He's what it is? making them cry. Yeah, yeah, that's always what I think. <laughs> I'm always hoping that they're crying. Right. I like crying. <laughs> I had a, I had something to say with the baseball thing, but I was nervous to bring it up because I can't pronounce the word. Oh, don't be foolish, dude. We're not... Uh... It's uh, color commentary. <laughs> 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 hey, I'll tell you, my money sheet not too good in it. And my body in it. All right. That's got to be a one-man show in there somewhere. Oh, I came, up, I came up with a rabbit Paleo. joke the other day. Oh, you did? Paleolithic? Oh wait! I was, also say paleo. I was listening to the uh, baseball game, and the two commentaries were like, "Well, I guess this next guy he wears he, he eats a paleotoic diet, which is a uh, no no processed food, no breads. Doesn't that sound crazy?" And there's a long pause, and the other guy's like, "You know, honestly, yeah, that's pretty crazy." <laughs> <laughs> they just got their own little podcast there. Yeah. Wow, you reminded me of my friend Dave Olson exactly just then. It was almost like a crazy feeling that goes through you. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, because like him in high school, the way the, inc- the inclination. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that does sound that crazy. Does sound crazy. <laughs> Paleolithic. Wow. Well, people are weird. <laughs> people are weird. I know what people need. Oh, it's the Todd Glass Show with Caleb Sign. That's right. I could sing. If that's singing, we could both sing, right? Here's some reverb. Every time I go out there, I swear I'm fine by. You know what I've actually noticed about, and it, it makes me like country music more. They just sing what they feel, and it, it's easier to sing along to because, uh, like, so- some songs are hard. To, like, it's hard to sing along with uh, a lot of different genres because they're, they're singing high and like good. So you like just that it, when they well then you would love Andy Fresco. But I, that's why I love so many country songs. I can just like if you listen to a Blake Shelton song he's singing like we sing where he's just like well, well I'm going down 
do, and you're just like, I can do that. Listen, we can all do that. You are a moron. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. You are a moron with Caleb. Welcome Sinan to You're a Moron. I'm Todd Glass. I'm Caleb Sinan. And Shut I'm- up! <laughs> Why are you talking that's about? The, that's every morning radio. Play like, some happiness. You just sing about they say you just sing about what bothers you, yeah. but you have to do it to a rhythm. So if I really bother me. Yeah, um Well I've been driving around looking for a place to park. See now. And I've oh, been oh, try to do it to the other music. <laughs> Give me the guitar again. Maybe it's it. A- Driving around trying to find a place to park. There's nowhere to park. I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'm tired of trying to find a place to park. I don't wanna go out because I don't wanna find a place to park. So I don't go anywhere because I can't find a place to park. It's been enough in the day and in the evening. There aren't enough country songs about parking. You're right. I'm serious. I can't find a place to park. When I finally do, I'm in a bad mood And I want to go home So I do I can't find a place What are we, an improv troupe? Stop everything! Stop everything! (laughs) Some musical act wants us to stop this (laughs) I couldn't think of one all right, let's stop. Let's have a Some real musical show. Act. Yeah, like who would call because we're doing what they do. Oh, a nice, a big pause. No, an improv. We were improving a song. Oh, an improv. You know, that, 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 no one cared but us. People listening are listening like we're sick in our head. They know it wasn't good what we did. Do you think if we the podcast if we do so good uh, on as of a podcast today we could do an encore? Sure. Uh, you, <laughs> do you want to do it? No, we've never done an encore. But do it as if like, like we're, we're like, oh my god. They want okay. Like who, there's a crowd. Who will remember to tell us to do that? Like, we'll say goodnight. Me and you will literally, to George Carlin, walk out of here. <laughs> and then may pretend that, they're like, who, by the powers of who? Like, everyone here. Yeah. Is it everyone here? Like, that's how much fun everyone had. We're like, what? This has they're never happened. they on their feet. This has <laughs> never happened. John, you never told us something that we don't know about you. The two tattoos. Oh, that was not what I heard. <laughs> by the way... <laughs> I'm not joking around anymore. <laughs> Give me some good just tag for what would be. I'll chew. Listen, asshole. <laughs> I'll chew your. I'll chew your face. And like it. This is a great song for a trailer where they're like saying things and you can't see them yet. It just has like text. Yeah. In this. Uh, how about this cars going down the highway with smoke. Coming in the bottom of the screen. It's been 10 years. What is this? Is the opening to a movie you're saying? Yeah, and it's like the the narrator or somebody talking. Yeah. I don't know what they would be saying. It was 100 degrees outside. (laughs) And I was pissed off. I don't know. It's hard to ad-lib. In a world. We used to do this if the person that... Had that band playing like this, you know, that there was like a Mitch Hedberg, uh, but he did Mitch Hedberg. Like he, hold on, do we have that loop? The uh, we call it the uh, the the. I think it's that yeah, that's it. 
Uh, I'll do this ones I know, but then hopefully we can think of ones we don't know. Like, I love it when they do a bad uh, a bad example. They'll be like, it's like for a, a cool badass movie. They're like, from the director of Daddy Daycare Two. And you're like, you don't you don't need to tell him <laughs> it was that. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Kinley used to say one of his State of the Industries from the Watchers of <laughs> the Watchers of from the Watchers of uh, th- Three and a Half Men. I have an idea for a show, Seven and a Half Men. I'm just saying, people like what they like. Do you know Matt Ingebretza? Who? Matt Ingebretza has a joke about uh, the same guy came up with the Tonight Show. Oh, Matt, Matt, right? No, go ahead. No, no, no. He came up with the Today Show and the Tonight Show. Is that true? Same person came up with it. (laughs) And he goes, so he went in to pitch, and they go, the Today Show, that's great. Got any other ideas? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Tomorrow Show. Uh, Tonight? Tonight Show. Is that true? Yeah, same guy. He, inv- he, he invented what? The Today Show and The Tonight Show. Well, he should have had, uh, did he, anything else? Those were his two ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and he also had In Between with uh, Regis Philbin. <laughs> in Between Today and Tonight. Yeah. I wish I could invent a vending machine that sold, I wish I could invent a vending machine that sold other vending machines. The only problem is it'd have to be real fucking big. <laughs> I think you have to come in at the punchline with a whoop. Picture of the guy, he, this is the type of band he had, but well, they were vamping, but they weren't Mitch Hedberg jokes, they were his jokes. Or maybe he likes Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> I saw a sign. It's all the way we come in at the end, like the music gets louder, the drums come in. I saw a sign. It said escalator broke. Shouldn't it say escalator temporarily stairs? <laughs> ah, ah, you know any? Hedberg jokes? Yeah. I like rice. Rice is good when you're hungry and want to eat a thousand or something. Ha, 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 come on! These just great jokes and you just, you just, you just, you get everything gripped on side. Listerine hurts, man. When I put Listerine in my mouth, I'm fucking angry. Germs do not go quietly. Ha, 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 ha! Uh, ah, ah. That would be like uh, if they did a Mitch Hedberg uh, movie. It would have this. It would be Matthew McConaughey playing Mitch Hedberg, and it wouldn't fit at all. It'd be like, why they make it? Why they have to make it on stage? Going, yeah, man. Uh, Prince, a duck's opinion on you is pretty much based on whether you got bread or not. Come on. You know that show, My Three Sons? That'd be funny if it was called My One Dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done. (laughs) Good Ratchet. Good Ratchet. Was that Aaron Simon on Ratchet who snuck in here during a break? I'd say one of my favorite Mitch Hedberg moments was when he did Letterman, and it's like the, the classic late night shot of him just with a microphone doing jokes. And then like halfway through, they cut. And he goes, he looks at the monitor and goes, they showed my shoes for a second just now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, that joke needed shoes. (laughs) Because they just cut cut right back. I love that. That joke needed shoes. they showed my shoes for a second. (laughs) Oh, man. Made me laugh so hard. I never seen anybody comment on that. I love it. Oh. You know what I tell? The, I've told this story before, but I t- I t- I'm all right with it because it's so much like that. I love that 
I didn't know Mitch great, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know how it is with comics. You do. Yeah. But um, I do have an oppose, uh, and you know, I don't. I had to do a show all week at this club with the T-shirt light on, you know, like bright in the yeah, middle yeah. of the showroom. They, oh no, we can't turn it off. That's how we sell T-shirts. So back then, I said okay. But then I told Mitch, this is this is you know my maturity level. I go because I knew he drew more. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. He goes. Ah, and he just did it so good. Like, I was afraid to ask him. Like, oh, man, he was, not only did he do it, but he sold it. He goes, he, like, to the point of absurdity. Like, he goes, he was polite, but he goes, ah, is there any way? I can't do, do it, but, you know, we could unplug this T-shirt light. She's like, sure, no problem. He goes, yeah, you can't have bright lights shining on people. That would be not a way to watch a show. <laughs> and I'm like, good, you fuck. He, like, he verbally, like, that's yeah. right. Like, I got everything I wanted to be able to say. And then it looked like I paid him to say it, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just give him any money, but I did ask him to say it. Oh, so great. she would have been right to think that. What if she listens to the show? She's like, I knew that. Just What are the odds you wanted it off? Now he comes in and wants it off. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, anyway. Maybe it's because it's a terrible idea. Well, that is true, by the way. That's like whenever a club would say, say you know what you should do? You should, if you can't build a wall, you should put a curtain, like a big theater. Like, whenever I say curtain on the show, I think people think, like, in someone's house. No, it's like theater. Some of them have chains at the yeah, bottom. Yeah. They're weighted. It's it's very thick, thick theater draping, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I said, you should do that in front of your bar. And they'll go, yeah, every comedian tells us that. Yeah, good, do it then. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, why would they all be yeah. conspiring? And... Uh, uh, yeah, they're in, the, in the pocket of big curtain, <laughs> trying to sell <laughs> curtains to bars. Yeah. I think they have to be fire resistant. <laughs> um, so they're expensive. But anyway, Appleton Skyline Comedy Club did it, changed their whole club. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love it. He, he goes, I kept an eye out in the paper. There was an elementary school redoing their theater, and they were selling the old ones. He goes, I bought them for like $700. He wow. goes, and you're right, now it's a showroom. Oh, man, that's great. And the bar, you know, they go, what about the bartender? He was used to watching the show. Good, he'll quit. He was used to watching the show. Yeah, that's what you hear a lot. There, when it's a room, like, well, good. You know, they'll, they'll, the, the, uh, the old one will hate it, and then someone will new come in, and they'll never have experienced being able to bartend and watch a show. Because <laughs> usually, it, someone that knows how to do yeah. it, there's a wall in between. Unless it's a bar that's having comedy. I'm talking about a comedy club. When there's a bartender that can watch the show, and you built your club from ground up, why is the big deal for you to go? You made a mistake. So we're just going to make pretend that there's more than one way to do it right. Oh, really? That's what you want? Of course you want to make pretend that. You have a bar in your showroom that you designed. Not a bar that was already there that you had to work around. That I understand. You try to do the most you can do. I'm talking about you had a drawing board, and in your showroom you have a bar? Well, you're a moron. <laughs> That's like Judge Judy if she was talking about comedy clubs. Uh, At one point, let's not act like we have to agree to disagree. There is a right and wrong with some things. Right. It's funny too because all the best comedy clubs have are similar in in a lot of ways, and it's like and I wonder what that is. Right. No mm. outside distractions yeah. a lot of the times, even if it's simple. But right? we're used to Blint having a loud margarita machine right next to the stage. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> let's put it in a different room. No, they, we like it next to we the like stage. It That's there. how we sell margaritas. Yeah, people, people see hear it. it. They hear it and they go, mmm. I'd like to get one. That's why we have a panini maker on stage. <laughs> when they see us grilling the paninis. But you know what? I'm, I always try to be positive when I get to this point. And that's what I think it's more of 
Look, I don't want the truth is I don't want it to be an insult. My fantasy, I've said it before, is always that it gets back to comedy clubs mm-hmm. and they change. I'm out there working some of these clubs, uh, not yeah. the bad ones, but some of the good ones do make some egregious mistakes sometimes. Yeah. Some of the best of the best. And they go, well, Todd, what about your act? Is it perfect? And by the way, that's a really good question. No, it's not. And I've made mistakes and I've done shows drunker than I should be. And I'm not proud of that. And I think the lapse of when it happens till the last time it happens shows that. I, I, I don't I don't so I, I make mistakes but I hope you try to be me at my best and that's pretty fucking good but you so is that what you are you wouldn't do anything like uh, blend up a drink during your set like you wouldn't do it on your end like you might have a stumble a couple times with a, a couple of jokes but you wouldn't do anything that no I wouldn't plan you wouldn't stand okay. on the wrong side of the right. curtain you wouldn't look on my notes and have it say forget where you're at <laughs> <laughs> like and when you have a blender, that's basically what you're going. You're yeah. going. What what can this be at its best? You know. And by the way, but I wanted to say is there are clubs that manage to serve drinks and they keep the food on the light end when they can do it right. You can serve food that's thinking we want to get it out. It can be good. It can be stylish, and it doesn't have to be embarrassing. We can get it out. Things we can get out quick, but are good. And heliums do that great. Uh, when you have that type of food. I don't mind working at a club where no food service in the first two rows. I like that rule. And you can, as soon as you can do that. But um, I like when people can get a drink. Because when you work at a good club where they do it right, it's amazing how quiet they can be. Yeah, yeah. They, it can be done beautifully and the people are able to get a drink. Yeah, I'm all right with that. So I just try to work clubs like that where they figure it out that we can do it. And no food. Yeah, it's always better to have no food. But when you do food like Philadelphia, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's nice that people can go and get there two hours early and eat food. You know, not like super loud food. Right? No, no. Some of the uh, uh, levity lives they have. uh, It's a rest. It's a glorified restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're serving, you know, full course dinners in the first row. Come on, you can't make pretend you're a comedy. Bring out those loud fajitas. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you (laughs) do on fire? Right. Hey, believe me. They, they. I would. I'm sure they've tried it. They sing happy birthday to a table during your set. You're like, what? Come on. This is just a restaurant. Who's the birthday boy? You're like, who? Is there another? <laughs> There's a whole other MC. I always say the DC improv. I watch them. I think I know more about them than they know about themselves. I've witnessed some things over there that are so subtle, but I respect, and they are in my head. And I don't even think sometimes like they'll remember, but I just remember them. Somebody got there late, and there was five of them, and they were like in the first row. And they didn't want to be serving food in the first row, but they were starved. Right. And I heard, her, I heard her go, we can get you some chicken tricks out real quick. Or we can move you back two rows, and then we can serve. She was trying to do what right. she could do to prevent serving dinners in the first row. That was part of the plan. Like we all, some, some places, they're not even, that's not even an equation. It's like, no, if they're eating dinner in the first row. It's like, yeah. Or is there some food that's so distracting to eat? Like, it's so hard to eat it and do any other thing. Like like popcorn's like great, or like uh, that's why I like eating popcorn chicken if I can because it's like it's easy. But like to get a bur- a big thick burger and like eat it and deal with the stuff slipping out, right? And you're trying to laugh at comedy and no. eat a like a six inch tall burger and your mouth can't even get exactly around think about that when you make it. Yeah, right. Chicken strips they don't have to be disgusting. Why can't they be, right. you know, made in uh, peanut oil? I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I, look, Helium does it. They really put out some really cool things. A Vermont Comedy Club has a very simple menu, but it shows up on like a metal plate, you know, like a metal square, little cool little you know plate, and then it has like a piece of cool brown paper in it, and it looks nice. Yeah, I just like to make pretend where I'm working. You know, the food doesn't come out like I right. said in orange baskets. You're serving food in orange baskets. Why don't you just admit you don't give a shit? <laughs> no, what am I supposed to make? 
It's the Todd Glass Show. Wow, it's exciting. I promote my own show. I realized that by la- listening to a show the other day. Believe it. Oh, that's even more embarrassing. Yeah. I can listening. I can I plug a date real quick? Of course. I'm gonna be at Orange Basket Comedy Club this weekend. It's in uh, <laughs> it's in Paducah. Hey, okay, Paducah. Come on, I, I, I did I did come up with a Rodney joke. I'm trying. Oh to, yeah, you said that. Yeah, where I was like, hey, I asked my wife for a threesome. She said she's not a people person. You know. What I mean? <laughs> That's a great thing to write Rodney jokes. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, nah, I don't want to just do the same ones I do every time, and I won't. So let me think of something. Uh, why would a bird living in no? I'm oh, just yeah. kidding. Why would a bird living in a shitty neighborhood? What are you high? <laughs> oh, how'd you? Oh, know? they do like it. People like it. People like it. Thank you. There's some. You have some jokes that could be uh, Rodney like yeah. the. Uh, well, they say three out of four people suffer from diarrhea. Well, that's an old joke. Yeah, yeah. That's an old joke. Joke. But bird living in a shitty neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, I saw a sign. It said, "I uh, know uh, about. You know, what's this? I see. It says a towel on the floor means I want a new one." I called down to the front desk. I said, what's a washcloth on the night table? Me with a little lotion next to it, huh? Hey. That's all right, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, I want to eat when I walk around a store. Can't they just weigh me come, when I come in and weigh me when I leave? All right. <laughs> leave me alone. Leave me alone. So a lot of jokes. I love how, like, because it's, I love his whole thing, but, like, when he he'll, he would say the most horrific thing ever, be like, uh, uh, my mom tried to shoot me with a gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's all right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not all right <laughs> at all, right? My girlfriend cheats on me. Uh, no, that's like, bad. if you break it down, well, they, the, jo- the, the thing was that there was a Roger Dangerfield. Now, I've talked about this before <laughs> on the show. Roger Dangerfield, he was just complained a lot. Rodney figured out how to make it funny. Roger Dangerfield, <laughs> he would go, I'll tell you, my wife cheats on me. They had the vo- very similar voice, both of them. And so did their kids, actually. They all sound like Rodney. It's funny when you meet them because you're like, so uh, Roger Dangerfield, who sounded exactly like Rodney, he would get on stage, but he would go, I'll tell you, my wife, she cheats on me. And it really hurts me. And it, I think it causes me to be depressed. <laughs> And then the crowd would feel bad for him, and he'd be like, I'll tell you, my daughter's not too smart either. She's doing very poorly in college. I tell you, my dog's no good either. He's got a lot of diseases. Right. Then Rodney comes along, and he goes, you know, I'll tell you, my daughter's not too smart. She hit a deer. It was in the zoo. (laughs) She said it wasn't her fault. She beeped, you know? Made it funny. My wife, she's a bad cook, you know? That's the way Roger would just go, my wife's a bad cook. We never enjoy it. But then Roger Rodney came along. I'll tell you, my wife's a bad cook. We f- we pray after we eat at my house. <laughs> I saw a fly fixing a screen door. <laughs> so Rodney figured out how to make it funny. I heard one of my favorites the other day where he goes, uh, I was in an elevator. A guy started touching my wife. I said, hey, who told you you could fill up my wife? He said, everybody. Right. <laughs> Everything was okay back then. <laughs> who told you you could fill up my wife? Everybody. Hey, she's right here. <laughs> can, we, can we keep this civil? This I'll tell you, my wife, she's not too bright. The other day, I caught her being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not nice. My anyway. favorite one is the, it's the it's like Norm McDonald's thing about the premise and the punchline are the same. When he's like, girl told me uh, to come over. There's nobody home. I went over. There's nobody home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so good. I'll tell you, the girl killer told me there's nobody home. I went over. There's nobody home. That's <laughs> so good. That's so great. I love it. Why can't we do jokes like that? What are we dicking around for? Hey, guess what we did? What? John, I want to hear you. Is this a poem? Somebody wrote me? No, I'm kidding. Um, 
Like how that would surprise you. What is this? <laughs> did somebody write me a poem? Mike, did you write me a poem? <laughs> um, do you see this? Yeah. What is that? Lay, uh, lay some happiness on me. Is that it? Yeah. Do you want to go around and try to read it, all of us, with the music in the background? Read what? What are we reading? Lay some happiness on me. We have the words. See how we do it. Put some reverb. It's a good song. It'll be fun. What else do we have to do, right? We have nowhere to go. Lay some happiness on me so the brighter side you'll see. No more loneliness to me. Lay some happiness on me. Tell I'm great and I'll be greater. Build me up and I'll fly. Love me now and I'll be glad later and I'll tell you your troubles goodbye. Yeah. I thought you did a very nice job, John. I can't read it, to be honest. Is this the right song? Is this the right, is this guitar? Yeah, this is fine. Can I, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. Do you want me to put the old one in your head so you can keep the right rhythm? How does it go? Does that help you? Let's see. Thank you. How does it go? <laughs> I don't know when to start. How do I know when to start? You just have to jump in. You don't have to do this, by the way. By the way, never do anything you don't want to do. I don't know how to start. I don't know when to Give start. Give it to me. Here's what the best thing I could do. Turn it off. Turn the whole bit off. We never did a bit that made a guest uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'll tell you... Run, run, run. Thank you. Run we even have a special bit. song. Run, 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 run for run, run. Uh, this is uh, Mr. Starburns. I hear you've been running from bits, and uh, you got to commit to these oh, things. You can't. Uh, swear to on God, my network. I can't have people running from. Uh, that's Hold on, let be... me get on the phone. I swear to God, we didn't run from any bit. Okay, I mean, this is just what I'm hearing. Oh, yet. the song. That's funny. Now I understand why you got confused. It's just making me laugh only because when you understand. You know, when somebody's like, "Why is that? Why would they think that?" And then you're like, why would they think that? And then you understand that they think it. Now you're like, oh, no wonder you thought it because of the run from the bit song. And I'm like, of course you think that. Why wouldn't you think it? <laughs> it's funny because I'm laughing because when I explain to you why that we call. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, very, I'm laughing and you should want to know. That's how hard you're going to be. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Okay, no, I'm almost embarrassing. It's adorable. So the run from the bit. <laughs> you heard the jingle? Yeah, I, was, I heard the That's in an old. That's a bit. Okay, well, you can see how that would, uh, you know... Yes, yes. All right, well... All right. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why do you have to be so mean? Well, I like to call in uh, on podcasts. We were going through this on the old show. The Nerdist was breathing down our back. Well, I mean, I don't want to be compared to that. Anyway, uh... (laughs) Who is this? Starburns. Wait a second. I talked to Starburns, and they said that they didn't take any call. They never called us on the show, like the tax people. When the tax people call you, and then they say, oh, they're with the tax IRS, and then you give them your credit card, the tax bureau has gone out of their way to say, we never call you. Well, today, when I called Sideburns and Starburns, (laughs) I I called them both. Are you there? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I still got this fake phone. Yeah, well, you're not real. <laughs> right. How long have we gone? Whoo! Hour 30. Wow. 
I'm going to calm down. Ooh. Let's take a deep breath. You like to meditate? I tried it. Do we have any? I don't know if I did it right. It's, you're getting hurt. Well, that's what I don't they know say. how to tell. The best thing I ever heard someone say is, you know, when you're thinking, you try to clear the thoughts and they come back in your head. Don't ever feel like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. He goes, yes, it is. He goes, it's very. It would be very odd if you tried to clear thoughts out of your head and you did it right away. So it's normal that they come back in. Yeah. And don't fight it. Just let wanna, it come back in. I also fall asleep when I do it almost every time. Well, I never did it. I would recommend Headspace for Headspace. those of you that are to George Carlin trying. Yeah. To I meditate. Mean, yeah. What is a headspace? It's an app. And, and, oh, no. and how it's what guided is it? meditation. And when you say it's guided, like obviously can you stop it when you're at a certain point and then continue it or how do you how does it work? Uh, or you just stay up, you stay with it. No, like there's uh, ah, yes. You just it's, do it at your comfort. The, you do it at your comfort. No, there's like uh like I want to do this one and then there's oh, you okay, do it for okay. 2 minutes, I 5 minutes, it. I 10 get minutes, it. 15. Can you like What's it called again? Headspace. Can Let me, if we both download it, could we like be friends on it or something? Yes. So I could, like, I could be like better. Stats. I could be better at meditating. Well, I mean, I'm already ahead of the game. Oh, so I don't know. I think I can be better at meditating. I think I could be more enlightened than you guys. I know, I, do you I think anyone like, uses this podcast to meditate to? I'm going to tell you that I, uh, a Headspace, and we're going to be very upfront about it as a new sponsor to the Talk Glass <laughs> Show. And let me tell you something. I won't send anybody anywhere. If they go, they're not going to enjoy it because then you look like a fool. Seriously, you do. You look, oh, you got to go try it out, and then everyone tries. It doesn't mean everyone has to love it, but enough people have to love it that they know you're not lying to them. And I'm telling you, we are so happy to have them as a sponsor. You're going to go over there. Let me tell you something. Sometimes you know something's good for you, but somebody comes along and just makes it easy enough, and it makes sense to you, and it clicks in your head. So This sounds so much like every end of a church service song like uh, no, that's the when they try to get you saved and they'll be like there's somebody here tonight yeah, and you might be feeling like this is all about you because it is because but they're lying that's god the is uh, yeah they always go and you might be thinking is he does he say this every night does he say this every time yeah. but no god and they, they always they always have this big long thing and then it convinces you to <laughs> but they love to do it to tinkly piano because it really gets your heartstrings. Yeah, well, of course they know how. Hey, look, you know, I figured religion. It's over. <laughs> I'm serious. I see it's pretty popular. I think I think I think it's gonna it's gonna like I everything else. It's it's, it's it's ending quicker than we ever thought. That means in five years, where it's gonna be. It's already people comedians mention being religious and they they go I'm I'm not really like they don't want you to think they're crazy right so they have to go what they define religion as because then you'll be like oh that part of it that'd be funny if that happened to the preacher where like he's doing the thing ever that he does every night to this song and then he's like well I gotta tell you folks I think I'm done <laughs> yeah I think this is all, all <laughs> everybody's like no wait what you this know what, the expression, don't get me started. I could so easily hear go off on, and I really won't. That's why I'm going to make myself proud. I have other podcasts. But the whole thing with religion and the Catholic Church. You know what makes me as mad as anything is, uh, is uh, jelly. I think jam is so much better, and it shouldn't, shouldn't be packaged in the same thing. Shouldn't Amen. Let it die. Amen. It's Let not, religion it's die. It's hard to spread. Jam is so much easier to spread. 
And I don't think we should... It's uh, better. It's so much better. I don't know anyone who likes jelly better. Jam's better. Jam's so much better. And it, I don't understand how jelly's still flying off shelves. Oh, you like... Which do you like better? Jam. Oh, me too. <laughs> Everyone I started going with the... But everybody. you can't get grape jam, can you? Grapes can't get grape jam. It's what? hard sometimes. But what everyone are you like acting like it's uh, we're in a we're in a, the alternate universe here. I said it's hard to get grape jam. You're like it's hard sometimes. Is there really a problem? Yeah, sometimes you go. I just said it like I. <laughs> Wait, is there such a thing as grape jam? There's, yeah, of course. I thought there wasn't. There's you, not. There's only grape jelly because jelly can't be made into a preservative. I mean, uh, grapes can't be made into a preservative. But sometimes they'll say it's jam. Yeah, they'll light it. Okay, well then maybe they mash it up a little differently, so they try to make it more. They just they swish it around in their teeth and spit it back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they make grape grape jam. <laughs> I mean, fun commercial. That's your understanding. Well, we, it's like when we used to work. I used to work at Dairy Queen to make my friend Adam laugh. I would get on the where we keep the chocolate ice cream. You know, like the chocolate, the scoopable chocolate. Mm -hmm. We had both. And then I would sit over it, like with our ass, like you know, the, the glass thing was covered. Yeah. And we, we thought that was funny to do every oh, single funny. night to go, ah, making the chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew it was stupid. We knew it was yeah. stupid, but we did it, and I laughed every time. Oh, it's fun to be stupid. <laughs> it is because you know it's so silly. Like that's how they make the chocolate ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm making the chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the doors. <laughs> Thank uh -oh. you. Uh oh. We have given in. Earlier when he said the great commercial for the jam, I just imagined an old lady doing it. Oh, like, no. Like, just like you would see on the cover of a bottle, but it's an old lady just, like, swishing it and spitting swishing it back and spitting. I swish and sm I swish and spit this jam all day long so you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm Todd Glass with Schmuckers. Hey, by the way, imagine taking the calls. I don't know what made... Well, old uh, a schmuck... Uh, jelly Jam made me think of if you're 100, you call that number and they'll say happy birthday. Do you, are you aware of this? Uh, on the Good Morning America, they have the Schmuckers. We, we'd like to say happy birthday to Anne-Marie Swenson. She'll turn 100 today. They show a picture of her. So people send in their pictures. And they pick people and they say yeah. happy birthday to... Some, I think to every 100-year-old that gets sent in, they say happy oh, birthday wow. to them. But imagine taking that call from a 99-year-old. They don't think she's going to make it. Is there any way you could say happy We need her birth certificate. <laughs> imagine the one they have on that line. they got to put someone tough on that line because people are going to... You can't. She's 99. She's not going to make it. The doctors say... Listen, does, she, does it say it on her? I can't get around it. We have to scan it in. So if her license... He's like, where does it end? A 98-year-old next year? Yeah. And what, what kind right. of show do you yeah. think we run? Next thing you know, we got some 50-year-old trying to get their rocks <laughs> off. Everybody who's going to die? I can't come on. You've got to be already dead. But from, ki from, kids, from kids to 199, I think it's been talked about before. Okay. I'm, I'm allowed to talk about it, too. From kids from 1 to 99. Just say infinity. Why are you killing some 100-year-old? Well, uh... Nine, from, it's from 93. What about a 94-year-old? I think it was that it rhymed. Well, guess what? Fuck your rhyme. <laughs> Seriously. Then you're, then you're full of shit if you're worried about rhyming that much. Then you're not true to the story. Well, that's an old... That song came out back when and nobody I know what lived I'm talking long, about. right? No, people used to die of the... Uh, oh, she, you didn't hear? She had uh, dandruff. <laughs> what? She died? Yeah, that dandruff will take you down. Well, it eventually got into her central nervous system. <laughs> because well they couldn't affect uh, her ears her ears got what happened was she had infected ears and they didn't know what to do about them back then they thought it was good if you put ice in it yeah, they, uh, they the, the combo of the ear and the dandruff is toxic yeah. they, dandruff got in the air which is toxic and eventually killed her from uh, CLO P 
I'll tell you, my wife, she's not too... My wife. You like we just talk now? Other shows are jealous because they go, wait. So you do the crazy stuff and then out of nowhere for like 25 minutes, you'll just sit around and talk with the group? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. We're not afraid. Bring it soft. Soft. I know what I'm doing. I produce a show. I want to do things tonight we never did before. I want to ask everybody in the room. Aristotle, is there... John, do you have any suggestions? We should all hug. <laughs> I know, but we'd have to... <laughs> I don't want to get up. Oh, sure, I'm real. Real. What type of inspiring person am I going to be? I don't want to get up. I'm not getting up if it takes that to motivate. When I did Joe Rogan's podcast, we did push-ups the whole time. You three did? Hours. Is that true? Three hours. No, it isn't. Why do it's I ask if hard. it's true? You did push-ups for three I know. My voice kept kind of fading in and out from the mic. How, you, you never stop. Never stop. I think I did like 100,000 push-ups. Wow. I'm really strong. Now. I used yeah. to do 300 push-ups. Uh, okay, sit-ups. I used to do, okay, 50-50, because I know, but I did them in different rooms every day, so I would know. I did 250 sit-ups a day. Whoa. But I would just break it up throughout the whole day. That's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. I try them. They hurt. It hurts my stomach. And it hurts my neck. Eventually, it was so easy, I couldn't believe it. Really? I thought working out is full. Is it's all it's all it is is just commitment. Eric over there. <laughs> oh look at me! I'm working my deltoids. That's what he told me one day. He deltoids. goes, "I said why? What's wrong?" He goes, "Hey Todd, I've been working my del my uh, what did you call them? Deltoids, del, del tacos. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done with this." I know it's all about commitment, but commitment's like the only thing harder than working out to me. I, know. I think that's the hardest shit in the world. Exactly. That's my point. Well, it's all about follow through. I'm like, follow through? <laughs> Jesus. I had nothing to do then. Yeah, yeah. I lived with the family in Orange County. I had no car payment. I was on my mom's insurance still in Philadelphia. Now I had this no sounds, rent. This sounds like a local commercial for sit-ups. <laughs> I, started, I started doing sit-ups when I lived in Orange County. I didn't have a car payment. Come on down and I'll teach you how to do some sit-ups. The Todd Glass way. In different rooms. By the way, I did have a car payment, I just realized. It was $200. I had a Jeep at that point. Oh, nice. But I had, so I live with a family. Long story. I've talked about it on the show before. So I had no rent. I didn't have electricity. I didn't have gas. I didn't have water. I had nothing. I had Living my, the life. I was like, it was good. I did enjoy it. I'd stay in L.A. a lot. Like, I have a lot of friends that live in L.A., so I didn't drive back all the time. But often I did. And, but, but, you know, it was nice. It was a nice house. It had a gate. They weren't there half the time. They were really cool. When I moved in, they both had just turned 40. Oh, shit. Yeah. That seemed, and I thought they were. Old? Oh, old. No, no, they didn't. Actually, they didn't seem. Like, I was surprised, like, now, like, like, I used to think about age that way, where I used to think you'd be you'd turn 30, and then you were an adult the day you turned 30. Then you'd be 30 for a while. Like, I didn't think you'd be 31, 2, 3, 4, 5. I didn't think it'd work that way. I oh, you'd be 30, and then after you were 30 for like 20 years, then you'd be old. When did you think this? I, as a kid. I didn't think time works yearly for right. some reason. You just thought it was a passage of time. And then I thought you would like, like and then you'd be like, oh, I'm an adult. And then you'd be like, that's and then one day, one day you'd be like, and then you get old. Oh, that's petrifying. Yeah, I know. But it's all—it's worse that it slowly, creepily happens to you. <laughs> you know, you can you can do you can do a lot, but it takes resist. It takes. Uh, you see people that take care of themselves when they're yeah. older. There's no way that Paul McCartney doesn't take care of himself. Oh yeah. yeah that body has been been treated like you know whether every 
thing he did ended up maybe some things he did ended up being a fad over a few years. They went, eh, they found out that's actually not good for you, or they found out they thought that was good for you. It's not okay. This is the part that gets me angry for some reason because the people that go, oh, one thing they think it's good, the next you never know. No, you do. When you yeah. care, most things he did were probably good. Less junk in your body. Yeah. Never and forget he, that jazzercise. Never you know, people jazzercise. pretend they that before supersize me, everybody thought McDonald's was healthy. Like who the fuck thought? Like, <laughs> like oh, we didn't know. We didn't know smoking was bad till. Well, what are we doing now? We know we're doing shit now. So don't get me started. I mean, you can get started. Your podcast should be called Don't Get Me Started. Don't Get Me Started with Todd Glaze. Uh, we're going to get started right after this. No, that uh, we, we know. That we know. There's a few things we know that I that we know, I let I know that I'm doing that aren't going to weather well. I said this to someone. I don't think I said it on the show before. If I did, so what? You repeat yourself. But I said it in a different way. I said to someone the other night at a party that I was at, oh, we have to talk about Aaron's party. Right. Will you remind me after this? We'll tell you something we did. I think you'll enjoy hearing it. Um, but you understand you'll talk about uh, about uh, Aaron's grandmother? Yeah. Okay, so I, I told somebody that I think vanity might drive me to stop eating meat. Like the cruelty to the animals, uh, of course, that should be the main reason. And health reasons. But cruelty to animals should be the first reason. You, even if I thought it was healthy, just the cruelty to the animals. So that should make me do it. But I, the vanity, what I mean is, I know for a fact that there's going to become a time when people look at you and make an evaluation of that's where you capped. Okay, maybe it's 30 years from now. Hey, look, we always think the world's coming to an end. What's happened a lot is we just pretty much are still kids sitting in a classroom talking about 40 years ago. If that happens, and, and we're going to just look back, um, what are we talking about? Meat, going meat, vegan. Meeting meat. We're going to evolve and we're going to look back. And there is going to be a point, whether it's three years from now or five years from now, but I know in 15 years or 10 years, you're going to walk through someone in a restaurant where they serve meat. You're going to look at someone and you're going to go, that's where they've capped off on their on their evolution of understanding that this probably can't be good eating tortured meat. Like hopefully as we move on in a society, and that's what makes people stop eating meat. That's why less and less people are going to eat meat. Because we're all, the more we learn, the more we educate ourselves, the more we see where it comes from. We, we have Netflix right. shows about nature. That's just what happens. That's what's going on with me right now. Some of it's not yeah. because I sit around going, I don't want to eat meat. It's just because I see shows about nature and I learn how smart certain animals are. And it's a mixture of many things. And because of great things you can learn on Netflix about how I never knew even ten, five years ago that meat was just bad for the planet like because of the gas. I, did, I thought that was a joke. Well, everything's worse now because of how overpopulated it is. Like, I mean, all tigers eat are tortured meat, but they're not eating it from a, an unhealthy, like, uh, well, by you know the way, I mean? Like, they're, like you know, they're eating it the way that you're supposed like. Right. You're not supposed. They're not eating ones that are raised in a farm and like tortured the whole life, and right. they torture and, them for a minute at the end. Right. But, By but the way, a tiger, and they're allowed. Animals that were raised in tortured situations, yeah. prayed would pray to a god if there was one that they would have a life and just make the last part of it horrendous. All right, yeah. no, I got to live for five years, yeah, or four years. Just please, yeah. Nature will be kinder than the human being. It ends up in Do some weird way. Do you think any ways. animals feel regret when they murder and eat another animal? Because you look on those documentaries and the tiger's like eating a gazelle or something, and it looks fat, very like it doesn't look like it bothered it at all. And I'm like, that would really bother me to have yeah. to kill. Well, you know what? That's a great question. And can I tell you? I bet that across the board, it's not the same. I bet that there are some stats which we could probably look up, or a listener can look up that there are different animals that feel a different type or more. Some none, some some. 
I'd be very curious to hear the answer to that. Will a listener do it? Will somebody help us out? Do we have to do it ourselves is what I'm asking. Is there someone listening that can send me that? And don't just cut and paste. I need someone that's smart or at least sometimes, good at talking to kids sometimes to explain it to like me. they regret things. But I don't know if that's just evolution and their faces are so cute. Or have they been taught it? Yeah, yeah right. That's a good question. Because that the, puppy dog face is like, oh, oh, shut up. How do you know what you did? There's, there's that video, and it's somebody, I think they speak Italian, and the dog is obviously begging for, it's like trying to get forgiveness, and he's putting his head against... So you don't really know what he's saying, but I saw one with subtitles like a week ago. I've seen the video a lot, but I saw one with subtitles. And he's going, no, no, that's not how it works. But he's saying it in Italian, and the dog's like, and he goes, no, no, that is not how it works. You don't get oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dog eventually goes, and, and he goes, okay, because we call a truce. And then the dog like nozzles Aww. his head, and you're like, are you shitting me? Oh, so he that. knows, but he was probably taught that. Well, I guess we could all be taught stuff, so. Yeah. Even animals and wild. I don't know. I want to know the answer to that now. Yeah, I'd like to know. What do you think of my show? It's like a science show, right? You never know. What if, if you put headphones on a dog and played your podcast for it? What do you think? What What do you think? It would I be? know. <laughs> no, you want to hear something to George Carlin? Yeah. One week, I was saying to the listeners, "I go, just let yourself be tired." I was saying because I felt that way. I was tired, and now sometimes you have to go to work. You can't let yourself be tired. But I was mm-hmm. saying, if there's a situation where you're lucky enough, where you can let yourself be tired. Sometimes, be careful, I get it. You, you want to make sure you're not, if you're dealing with depression or something like that, you might be afraid. You're, but if you know it's not that, sometimes let yourself be tired. Oh, so yeah. I was saying that to the listener. I was thinking, just let yourself, let your head go. Well, somebody had the show in the room and they show a dog and they show, sent me a video of the dog listening to it and it started to close its eyes. And then the more I said, now look, coincidence, mixture, split the difference, I had something to do with it because I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But I was talking to people. We should go, do a whole separate podcast just for dogs. Yes. The dog's head fell, and it closed its eyes. And the owner, the you could hear in the shot. background, it's yeah, like, dog glass. It's like, oh, like the owner's like overwhelmed, mm-hmm. too. Like, you just went right there. I was like, yeah. So we should do a show for dogs. You want to do it do for dogs thing, right now? Just right now. It be like, let's do it right now for hey dogs. Buddy. Whatever you think. If, if Look, let's say somebody makes a loop out of, yeah. we're all take... Everyone will go around. You can yell it. You can make a sound. And then somebody loops it, and it's you leave it for your dog. It's not right for all dogs, but we'll try to do what we think's right for sure. Here's certain what dogs. I do. Do we have any dogs. music? Whenever not, I'm, nothing loud. Here we go. Whenever I'm petting a dog, I'm always like, Ooh. okay, we'll just layer it in. Here we go. Hold on. Now people are going to leave this on for their dogs. We'll loop it. Hey, boy. Hey, buddy. I know. I know. Hi. I, ooh. That's right. Ooh, I know. All right. Well, later, later, we're going to have a, we're going to have a treat. Don't get excited now. Just calm down. Oh, my God. After you're going to. After this nap, we're going to go for a walk, and you're going to smell all the things you love to smell. What? It's going to be great. You look good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, look at you. Is your tail wagging? Shut up. Your tail's wagging, and you know it. How do you know I know you know it and starts wagging even more? Like, that's crazy, even as a human being to a dog, that we have this connection. Oh, look how happy you look. Squarespace is a great website design platform for all your dog needs. If you need to put, like, treats on there and, like, your little doggy bed, you can put it on Squarespace. It's very user-friendly. 
it's it's our new ad campaign where we go, you cleverly add it in. No one even knows it. You do it so cleverly. How about the way Caleb did it till Todd mentioned it on the Todd Glass <laughs> show? If Todd wouldn't have mentioned it, no one would have known. <laughs> Squarespace. You just, no matter what we're talking about, you're like, that reminds me of why you should punch in this code when you buy stuff on Amazon to end murder. <laughs> every dollar from every two dollars we make we give to ending murder are you tired of murder do you want murder do you want this dog to eat this kid then send us 448 to send us money I don't want I don't want dogs to eat kids well then you better send us money all right I'm sending money I'm Jerry Lewis <laughs> I can see why that voice is good to do but time to not do it anymore it's, uh, I guess. it's me Jerry Lewis send us money unless you're a woman Jerry are you dead still <laughs> I love okay, how those interviews wait, this be like, is for dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have to redo it. That's fine for our listeners, but I want to really do one where we commit. Okay. Who would want to say something to the dogs? Do you, would you like the opportunity to say something to the dog? I'll certainly take the opportunity to say something to a dog. Thank you. Aristotle? Sure you do. I've not lost my mind. People think I'm losing my mind, but I want this to be good for the dog. Like I want people to go, I actually did make a loop of that. My dog loves it. Well, we can all say like one or two things and then go around, right? One or two things take 20 minutes. <laughs> now you're like, oh, Todd, I didn't know we were going to be here that long. Of course. Here we go. All right. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go Should first? Should we just go like... Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, you go first. Wow. Hey, boy. How you doing? Wow. I'm going to get a drink of water. He doesn't know what I'm saying, but it's okay. Wow, I was thirsty. Look at you. Is your tail wagging? How do you, how do I know that? Cause you know I know you. Look at you. Wow. You look great. What? You like looking great? You like biscuits, I heard. <laughs> I heard you like biscuits And then a biscuit opens up I have one of those automatic things When he hears that He starts liking that when he. If you could time it out with that automatic biscuit feeder You like biscuits? Boom, there's one, eat it Oh hey Hey there, Lucky Oh hey, Rover Hey, Lucy Oh, Lola Hey there, Molly. Hey there, Spot. Maggie. Rocky. Aw, oh, Duke. Look at you, Bear. Shiloh. Hey, Boopoosh. Hey, lick whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, go. 
Lick whatever you want. Go tear up the sofa. Go tear it up. Like, all over the place. You know, you got to get your aggression out somewhere. I'd rather you not do it on a human being. I'd rather you not do it on anybody at all, ever. Or a chew toy. But you go get that sofa. Other than that, hope you're happy. I don't know what to do. Good night, dog. Good night. Have a great nap. Yeah. Look how pretty you look. Shut up. You know what? Go shit in their living room. (laughs) They can't leave you home for 13 hours. Stop acting like you can do it. You do it, but it's not easy. Take one shit. They're good people. They'll learn. Oh, I guess they can't hold it in. You're going to have to take a few shits. People, our dog's good for 20 hours. Well, it's not right to do that to that dog. Yeah. And by the way, I think there's a long amount of time you can do Imagine it. I'm not, that, I'm not nitpicking. I just heard a few incidents over the years where I went, they can be home for a long well, period. Well, there's somebody in a relationship who's like, ah, oh, sometimes uh, you know, I go on the road for five years, leave my wife at home. She's fine with it. It's like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no, I don't see her for five years. It's whatever. I went to London for a while. She loved it. Yeah. yeah. Our dog loved it. She loved it. We yeah. got six kids. Yeah. Right. Is, I that just, a, is that a... That's a ship horn. We're coming into port. <laughs> That's how this show comes into we port. We have been on a ship this whole podcast. Did we say that up top to tell the I didn't. Oh, no. This show's live. We're on a ship. Okay. We've been on a ship the whole time. Hey, let me pretend I'll do what Danny LaBelle did with me. You're on the ship. You did your comedy. I'm Come over. I'm going to ask you questions. Right. Ooh, now, can you, do you want to try to be as, as honest as you can be in real life, or how do you want to do it? Wait, what is happening? I'm going to ask you questions. I saw your show. Oh, okay. And now you're relaxing out by the, the dock and yeah. you're taking in the waves. The only thing that's good ah. about the cruise. And I see you. You were the kid. You're you. Yeah. You're, you're yourself. Okay. You're Caleb. I'm Caleb. I saw you. I'm in the audience. All right, great. And I come over. I want to talk to you. All right, this will be me relaxing. And by the way, you can tell by the tone of the voice, I'm not one of the people that you would talk to that would be great and that would be awesome. I don't think. That, of course, could be a treat if you're getting into a good conversation with someone that sparked because they saw you. No, this person, All right. I'm going to make them different. All right, here we go. This is me going out onto the deck. Yeah, you're just relaxing. <sighs> hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, uh, doing all right? It's hard up there what you do. Oh, you saw the, did you see the show? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. It's hard what you do. It. I mean, it's yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, you know. It's, hey, I uh, get it, but people don't. They didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, you know. Sometimes you, uh, sometimes different crowds, you know. You, you said never... religion. I think right there you lost them all. Yeah. I didn't lose you. I was loving it. I didn't, I'm not a loud laugher. I don't laugh out loud. Yeah. I know. don't laugh out loud, but I was, I, I, I. Uh, well, maybe the whole crowd was like that. Maybe they no, all. they were. I saw their faces. They didn't like it? No. Yeah. Well. I mean, what do you I, do? You work on the ship? Do you have other duties? Uh, no, I mean, oh, I you just... You don't have to scrub the deck or anything? I thought because a friend of mine used to dance on a cruise ship, and she had to play bingo with the people. No, I, I mean... Uh, I saw her working in the lunch, like serving lunch to people, I think. You don't I mean, they did, they did ask if I wanted to sing karaoke, but uh, I mean, that's just oh, kind of up to me. I don't have it? to... Yeah, Could I, you get me a drink? <laughs> I was just seeing what your limits were. <laughs> This is the guy that doesn't, he's so lazy. Well, that was the comedian. I think I saw, I love it. They wanted me to do karaoke. That was actually a good answer and probably has happened. Yeah. Look, we just want to know. We, I know he doesn't want to play bingo with the people. Would he sing karaoke to get people going? Yeah. Any other way we could use him to go, look, he does this. <laughs> 
Why wouldn't you want to do this if it's with that guy that performed? Or we can make pretend that the performers we hold in a high value and we don't make them do other activities because we get the type of performers that won't. Even if they, and they don't have to anywhere else. Wouldn't you want your people to believe that the comedian you have on the cruise ship doesn't play bingo with the audience? That makes you look better as a cruise ship. No, our entertainers, we bring on. They're entertainers. Now, if you're dancing in a show and there's 100 people and they have to have some right. of those people do it, I get it. Well, I feel like that takes the magic away. Like, Of course it, it does. All the magic available that a cruise ship comedian has. But uh, if you'd be like, maybe we'll see it. Even if you just see a comedian out in a city anywhere, and you'd be like, what if we see him out at a bar after the show? That'd be cool to see him. Go buy him a drink. But if it's mandated where it's like, hey, I'll be uh, playing bingo after the show. Be like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, now I don't want to meet him. Right. They <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what they do on those. I've had, uh, I do think it would be fun. I did one a long time ago. It was an improv at sea. And that was, if I could do that again, of, I would, of course I would do it again. And that I, was, there I were wanted, no rules. I would even do a shitty one just to do one once in my life and be like, I did a cruise. <sighs> I've never even been on but a cruise it be as great, a passenger. But wouldn't it be great if it could be, and it's doable. Like, yeah. I think what Doug does is probably this. And it was good. Like, the, the we had no rules, like, language or anything. Not that any of us were dirty. It was just, still, you, you, there's eight ways and sideways. You, oh, I do say shit there. Oh, I do. Mm -hmm. There's no rules at all. At all. And you never repeated. You did two shows. That was it. And you could be on the cruise for, like, six days and do two shows. Some you did one. Um, and you were on with comedians that were fun. And, yeah, that was fun. Imagine yeah. us being able to get be to go so on a cruise oh for five days and have a show, just one show or two shows, and get you get to bring somebody. A lot of times the yeah. deal is you get to bring somebody. So you'd be able to bring somebody. I'd be able to bring somebody. That would be so fun. Yeah, it, it is. There is something fun about never having to drive. Like, even in... You, yeah, you get a little yeah. bit of it in Montreal because you can have fun right up to the end because you're all in the same hotel. There's something also cool when it, you're, it's this big vessel plowing through the sea. It makes it very romantic, even with I friends. I love it. I, I would love to do it. I've never... Uh, even though, you, like, I know there's a, the whole thing about being a cruise ship comedian. Uh, yeah, well, that I think a cruise ship comedian mostly has that when you're following the rules of the cruise. Like, yeah. that's the cruise ship. But if there are, sometimes they will bring a comedian on, like Doug Benson in that situation. Yeah. But more than not, you're following horrendous rules right. of, you know. But, but I, I get it. They have it. to keep it I vanilla. I want to do at least one to oh, see you what do? it's like. Yeah. Even that way. I would even do the absolute worst one ever. Good but for you. Just you're right. I want to try it. And you, and you know what? I've never been on a cruise. I want to do one. <laughs> Can I tell you something? You could probably figure it out. Like yeah. you're funny. You if you you don't take one where they go, okay, you got to do eight sets. Some are weird. They have to do three completely different sets. You don't do those. If you ever wanted to do one, you do it like where you can at least, or unless you'd want to do that. But so, like Bobby Miyamoto will tell me, he had one where like you have to do four completely different fifteen minute sets. Yeah, I, that'd be hard for me. That would be hard because it's like I need have to have fifteen different openers and closers. So by the last one, I'm like. I'm I'm on my like tenth best opener and tenth best closer. <laughs> yeah, come see that show. Yeah, it's like oh boy. People don't know it. They don't. They don't. They don't think. Imagine think if it was would... advertised truthfully like that. Yeah. Would you like to see him do his worst fifteen minute set? This Unless is he the end of the rope here. Yeah, for him. yeah. Because you just keep doing it every night. You're like shit. I ended up doing that joke. You'd ne you'd go to jokes you don't think you're gonna do because you need them. Right. Then you're like, shit, now tonight I can't do that. What about this Lorena Bobbitt deal, huh? Yeah, that's what you You'd do. You like, start oh, doing boy. crowd work. That's when I start doing crowd work. Crowd work. Where'd you say you were from again? <laughs> that's funny. I never heard that. I'll fake laugh. <laughs> I'll fake laugh if it passes time on a corporate show. It would be hard for me to do clean crowd work. Because, like, when, when someone's 
sometimes my first instinct is to go fuck that, just just as to be kidding. But clean right. crowd work is like, oh my god, sure, what a nightmare. Well, you just ask somebody in the, oh, you're the president, oh, and everyone <laughs> goes, ah, yeah. It doesn't take a lot to get them, as long yeah. as you're mentioning. Oh, I guess you're at that table. Everyone's like, eh. and then the owner's like, oh. well, if it was a no rules cruise, I would I would go out there and immediately go, who's fucking, who's fucking on this cruise, <laughs> who's fucking. <laughs> It doesn't count on the water if you fuck. I bet if you were on stage asking people that, put some reverb in us and really bring that. Who eats ass on this cruise? Hey, hey. you're 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 just uh, welcoming everybody in a common area. Hey, everybody, the buffet is going to be open till midnight. Who's fucking? (laughs) (laughs) Who's fucking? (laughs) Come on, everybody. Are you? Are you? Are you? Megaphone. Well, welcome aboard, everybody. Who's fucking? <laughs> That's why we came on here. Remember, be nice, be kind, be gentle, but go fuck the fuck out of the fucking fuckity fuck and be on a cruise. Tonight, Doug Benson will be performing. That'd be probably be a gentle, kind, great cruise. That's what I heard about. Uh, we have a few announcements here. Uh, they're, they're, they're... Um, excuse me, I'm finishing up an announcement I'm making. It's, who is this? Angela. Uh, no. Angela Henderson just... in room 5B said she'd fuck anybody on this cruise. She wanted me to announce that. Uh, she's here with her husband. They're swingers. Uh, he's not down for much. But she said she will fuck. Uh, once again, will fuck anyone on this cruise. Just go knock on the door. She's there right now. Technically, I, whenever I hear bits like that, I think, is everything all fair? Is everybody in mine? It was treated with respect. But, yeah. you know, and then yours is just like she wants to. No judgment. Just she wants to. Yeah, but you get, she called down and asked him to make that announcement. She called down and asked him to make that announcement. <laughs> These bits are... You cannot get us. Our bits are washed sideways. We've we've delivered them in the only the decent... Honey, You can't... Don't try to shut us down. If you're horny, why don't you call the guy at the front desk? Tell him to see if anybody wants to fuck you. Who's that? Why don't you call down, see if anybody's horny? Is that her husband? Yeah. Oh, so they're swingers. Honey, if you're still horny, go go call the guy. He'll make an announcement. I'm just too lazy to get out of bed, but I would like... Well, you just, I was really in the mood. Just of- tell him the room number, and I'm sure somebody wants to fuck. You sure you don't want to? No, I'm tired. Uh, all right, all right. It'll be fine. You won't keep me up. I can sleep through anything. <laughs> I like to make it a healthy couple. Yeah. I picture a guy and a girl. They're they've very, been together. Yeah. Is it wrong I picture a guy and a girl? I, I go old-fashioned. Yeah, picture whatever you want. Well, I picture a guy and a girl... And I the, picture the guy's got a big fat cock. Uh, why do you, <laughs> who said we had to go that detail? <laughs> you, everyone thinks, what do they look like? Their face, their yeah. thing. Oh, I always picture it. I mean, ridiculous. Why would I imagine a guy with a yeah. little dick? With, I'm not. I'm trying to have a yeah, good time. Have a good time, right? <laughs> not uh, to the point where he has to go get surgery. That's what you're picturing. <laughs> it's like it's bad. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> okay, listen, I got. A little business to talk about, right. if you don't mind. Not really. What's that? Oh, it's the fire. That's Tonight's good. cozy. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to build a fire just on the deck of this ship, but I mean, I like it. I know. I know it's made. Oh, of- tell me that's not that. Tell me that's why we did the podcast on this cruise ship. Yeah. This I mean, w- right here, right now. Let's make it. We're allowed I do to have feel a like fire. The fire spreading. Let's but make I, it like we're allowed yeah. to have. I don't want to have a Titanic on our hands. Can no. we just change the bit to that? There's a fire pit. We can do fire. anything we want. Oh, my God, look, there's fire pits. I love fire pits. I love fire pits, too. Oh, man. Can you believe it? This cruise, this is crazy. This is the greatest night of my... I love, And I think for the podcast, I know it's crackling a little loud, to, and there's the <laughs> horn, 
But uh, I hope it doesn't. A spark doesn't get away from us. I think we can edit all that out and post it. We won't have to worry about the horn noise, right? No. <laughs> yeah, that was disturbing. I had the first yeah. cruise ship with no horn. As long as there's not like a helicopter overhead or like an ambulance that goes by, I think we'll be good. Yeah, what if it, what if you had a wow the horn? Wow, that's all they got. They're like, just fire up the horn. We have no other sound. Just keep firing the horn. I think you can make this cruise fun if you have to really fire the horn a lot. How many? Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Rita and her husband for the first time ever. Look at them. They're celebrating. They're they're a hundred each. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. They're dead. I mean, the horn is honking. It's like, is there traffic on the ocean? Like, where well, there's not another ship for No, while. we're at port. We're pulling into port. Jeez. They're pulling into port, and the pirates are trying to get on the ship. So the pirates? Police. Yeah, there's the real pirates. Uh. We're going into dangerous territory. Arr. We're with the military. Hi, uh, this is... Uh, this is a pirate from the pirate ship uh, right across from you. We're, 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 we're going to steal your ship. We'd like okay, to... listen. Yeah. Why do you? Why do you? What do you? What do you? What do you want from me? Well, we think you got valuables on there, and uh, we're we're gonna take some hostages and try to. Wait, what's little... going on? What type of life do you want to lead? Well, be a it's pirate? hard to find That's work. That's what you wanted. To... When you were little, did you ever want to do this? And be honest with me. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about when you had a dream when you were six. That's a terrible example. Every six-year-old wants to be a pirate. I've always wanted to right, be a pirate. Right. All right. I didn't think it was a viable right. job now option, I... but there's a lot of ships with gold wow. on them. Well, come aboard. Can we? Can you at least do me a favor? Can yeah. you act like we? We'll give you everything. All you're right. gonna win it anyway. Cool. Can you at least act like you're putting up a fight so some of my men don't feel like losers? All right. So really try to let us look like we're winning, and then All we'll right. go. Okay, we 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 let you have. I don't know what they do. It's hard to do a bid when I don't know what the pirates say at one point. Do you okay, guys have swords? We, we give up. We can pass some swords out and do a quick sword thing. Nah. Okay. Well, I don't want to, no swords. All right, well, I'll put the plank across and we can uh, play a little song. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, you do a little song. Yeah, you, we do the ho, ho, it's a pirate thing. Oh, when you're taking over the ship? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Is and that we, wrong? I like it. Yeah. I mean, it, I have a good time with it. I'm I a pirate. I got to be realistic. Yeah, you're going so. to take over a ship. You may as well. Anyway. You, oh, you brought a marching band. We did bring a marching band. It's my first time. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go steal your ship. I'll be right over. Okay. People, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go to clothes never been done before. On me, la 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 la, hoo da da. I'm in, I'm in a great mood. Give me some guitar. I never knew what I was in. I never knew. All you have to do is let yourself be a lunatic to do what I'm doing, and I'm enjoying it. It's easy. Listen, what I wanted to say is. Guess what? This is what I'm gonna have the band come out to and learn it and do hand and do. Ah, oh, it's gonna be great, John. You got something to look forward to. All right. Well, you got to have some to look forward to. All right. 
What I'd like to do is go to close. Never been done before. How long have we been going? Two hours, 15 minutes. Never been done before. But I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to do stuff that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. Hell, I moved from Philadelphia as a young boy to, to California to do stand-up comedy. So I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not, you know. I mean, that's. Well, I didn't think anybody cared. Well, it does seem like you don't big care. Big delay, but I mean, you... well, I always get excited. You think they're pl- this audience? Right. They, you think they're back in? You're like, like, give me say, ah, da 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 da, and let's take, give me a little bit of the. And the, oh, they, oh, they do like me. Oh, oh. Like, they're, like, very... They're, they're short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, hold on. I'm not editing this. If I get lost, I have to pay the penalty. I have to just soak, make the show be this. <laughs> so, I was just talking about something. Going to close? Never been done before? Never been done before. Thank you. We've never gone to close. Never gone to close with... Oh, yeah, I wanted to make it a big deal. Oh, I go, this is... Remember, I was going, nothing. Oh, sh- <laughs> Wasn't I doing something like that? I don't wait, know wait, wait, yes. wait. Hold have, hold everything. We got to talk about Aaron's dinner. Oh, thank you. And this thing, can we do this? Because we're going to remember to go to Aaron's dinner. But can someone try to remember what we were talking about right now? To we, you were just kind of vamping to what we were going to close, but you never said I what was, it was going to be. Oh, and I was saying never been done before, and I wanted to go to it like it was a big deal. It's never been done, right? Sure, we've never done anything like it. We might have done this, but... And then just act like this big build-up to nothing. That's all yeah. I really wanted to do. Okay, so back. Is that is that tr- is that what's wrong? Big build-up to nothing. <laughs> why? Because it's writing it down. why do we have to go back to that? Uh, well, no, it was funny to me because I was genuinely trying to think like, what were you getting to? But you you gave no hints. What yeah. is this gonna be? <laughs> right, right. I never. I that's and that you're right because it didn't have anything. The whole thing was like, I wanted to go in that. And what do we need to be so nervous about going to close before? And then, gonna, and then you're going to encore after that. Don't um, forget that. Oh, yes. We're going to get... Encore could be like 10 seconds. Are you, you sit back down. Well, don't, what do you got somewhere to be? Well, I think it's funnier the, the sillier the encore oh, is. I think the encore could be... Oh, oh, when we come back, of course. Well, that's what you meant from the beginning. The encore could be like we come back down for 60 seconds or yeah. 30 seconds. I'm already stretching it out. We well, could sit down and it's just like one issue where you're like, "What do you think about Trump?" And I'm like, "I don't like him." That was that's it. it. Thank you. That's our good night, encore. everybody. That's that's a podcast. We talk about what we want. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to start getting. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud when I can be told <laughs> to stop. So Aaron uh, over there, Aaron Simon. He's he's from Davis, California. He emailed the show. He emailed the show. And he said, uh, you know, I listened to your show. I'll be in California staying at my grandmother's house. I think he mentioned it in there. And he goes, is there anything I could do on the show? And ended up, we, I've told this story before, so I told it again a little quicker every time. So it ended up, we're like, yeah, we could use some help with a few things. Editing, you know, some, some Instagram stuff. A little, all that helpful. So he does. But then, you know, now he just became part of the family. Oh, that's good. And we're happy to have him. No sarcastic, oh, now we can't. No, no, no. We're, he's great. We love him. One night I go, what happened last night? He goes, well, I wasn't going to come over because I don't want you to get bored of me. And, oh. then, and then you're used to me. I go, don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. That it, um, uh, It's not that, I'm, uh, that, that you'll be, it'll be fine. 
It's just, just as much fun every night. Sometimes you start hanging out with the same people. You get, you know why? Because it's easy. Yeah. There's a reason you hang out with the same people sometimes a lot because they're easy to hang around with, and I like that. So that's why it's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. But he's from Davis, California. His mother's a therapist. His dad steals stolen tires. Whoa. <laughs> no, he doesn't like to talk about it. He, he's asked me not to talk. No, they're not. So, um, so is it like a Robin Hood situation, though? Where no, he no, steals no. the stolen tires and gives them back? So <laughs> he, he steals tires from poor people and gives them to poorer people. <laughs> so he stays. He he's actually not that. You know, it's wrong, but it's not at least it's in the same social class. So anyway, so about a year ago, I got invited to two years ago to the house for Hanukkah. His grandmother, where he lives, you, you picture his grandmother's very like you don't, don't picture a grandmother because she's like. You know, she answers the door. She's lifting weights. No, no she's not doing. It. She's she's so she she's There's just no need like, to do that while you're answering the door. I mean, yeah, that's like, a little that's obnoxious. A but uh, you know, she she lives. They live in uh, where Playa Vista, Playa del, Rey. Playa del Rey. Really cool house. That's our address. Like a really yeah. cool house. Like you're like, wow, it looks like it's a beach house. It's like really cool, and it's yeah, cool inside. Sign. So that was two years ago. I went for this function and for this Hanukkah dinner. Actually, it was the day after Christmas, two years ago. And uh, that was it. And so I've been saying it was really nice because uh, I don't think that I really cared about Jewish food growing up. But there's some staples that I really like. Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so uh, his grandmother goes, well, how do if I make a Jewish dinner? This was like how many like a month ago or two months ago we yeah, talked yeah. about it. And uh, we said that would be great. And then we finally found the date and we went over and it was like John went. I went. Um, Your friend. Oh, yeah. Vinny went. <laughs> my friend, my girlfriend's brother, and then and then and then Aaron Simon, of course, was there, and uh, she and she was funny because she goes, "Is it all right if I invite people?" That's what Aaron said. She asked Aaron. I'm like, Aaron asked me. I go, "Of course." Like, can yeah. you imagine if I said no? Well, I think it's really good they did it because one of her friends, uh, Joel, and Anne, and then what was the other woman's name? Val. Val, right? Val, 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 Val. So they were all super friendly. Everybody was friendly. The house was like, you come in. Can I tell you, it's very close to the way I like it. Like, there was food out the minute you get there on the table. Some good f finger food. But I'm yeah. not stupid. I don't eat too much. I want to be hungry for dinner. I just don't want to be starved. And they had some good stuff. She, she knows what she's doing, right? And then uh, it's like, everything's perfect. There's looking like there's no nothing. She has someone helping her, which is nice, you know. So we get there. But Joel and Anne were like... Just, I love them. Their relationship. They were married mm -hmm. for how long, Aaron? 17, 17 years. And then they got a divorce for 11. Yeah. And then they got, then they had a surprise. They were still dating again. And she had a surprise party for him for his birthday. And then she made it also a surprise wedding. What? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Whoa. Who does that? She goes, who does that? I knew that if I didn't do it then that. So I go, was he, some people were like, what? And, but she goes, I go, was he, she goes, I said, what about him? Was he touched? She goes, oh, he didn't care. <laughs> Whoa. But not in a good way. They loved each other. It looked like they loved each other. At one yeah. point, they were talking about, he goes, he goes, well, when, when I wasn't with her, I was dating this one girl. She goes, yeah, this girl he was dating said, I look at their shoes, their, their car, and their, uh, what else was it? Shoes, car, and watch. Oh, yeah. He goes, and I, I, didn't ha I, didn't, I only had like a $6 watch. Shoes, I'm not spending money on shoes. <laughs> And uh, my car is 12 years old. 
And then she goes, but she loved him. Oh, she loved him. <laughs> like, they're so comfortable. You know, it's good to be able to talk about that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I guess maybe they got to a point. But it wasn't like she goes, oh, she was... That she was pretty. I mean, you're pretty, he said to her. You're pr very pretty. But she was like, pretty. <laughs> I'm like, this is either horrible or adorable. Yeah. And it was adorable. Yeah, and he was great. like, I don't normally drink. And the, the, by the end of this drink, oh, I'm going to be, uh, I'll be feeling it. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to be feeling it. Woo. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he had a coffee. She goes, do you want Kalu? He goes, ah, fill it up. <laughs> he was great. Ah, uh, that's great. He goes, I just make food. I just buy things and I put other things in it. I go, that's what I do. <laughs> he goes, it's great. It turns out. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that a lot. And the food. Uh, like, so good. it was brisket that oh, like this fell apart in the best way it can. Yeah. And then like this chicken that was like so amazing. And then a piece of fish. Everything. All oh, you man, did. I hope they play this part for the dogs, and the dogs are gonna be like. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Does your family do like a big? And it was well, anyway. It was just. It was. It was beautiful, and it was so appreciated. I could not say thank you enough for this crazy, warm somebody's house experience. It's a big deal, right, John? Wasn't it, was, it like? It was, I don't think I've experienced anything quite like that. Going to someone oh, else's great. house, and I think it's a lost art in this generation. I am yeah. on my pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> Because we don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> no, people, <laughs> people, uh, you know, uh, I, I admire people that do it. That still like uh, Vinny's pa family. Same thing. Like they really. Yeah. I like I like it. You know, eating with people, and you don't get the. And also, when it's nice, it's look nice can be from the dollar store. That's not the point. Yeah, but yeah. she happens to do okay, you know. <laughs> and uh, but it was just the table with so much love, and you know what? She made a, ver a prayer that was so short, but. It was just, and the foods and the, the brisket, and then she had these, um, um, what was the vegetable? Brussels sprouts that were like, yeah. same thing, like they Kruger, melted Kruger, in your mouth. Kruger, Kiggle, she Kruger. made Kiggle. Uh, the wine was amazing. Yeah, she, Kiggle yeah. was great, and then she had uh, potatoes chopped up, like, like baked, like they were like chopped up in little pieces and then like baked. So good. This is so, this is this is how we'll end off this segment before we say goodbye to you. This is how we met Aaron. This is the truth. When Aaron Simon plays his favorite podcast. By the way, he played this for everybody at dinner. He sits to George Carlin. In the shade to hear Todd Glass. He's playing it for everybody at the dinner table. Aaron's like, everybody listen. Listen. Grandma, I'm going to listen. Under the carport. He's got a Subaru. True, true, true. Ping pong tables, too. Under the carport. Feeling out in the shade. Under the carport. He's got his maid. Under the carport. Rachel's. Thank you, Rachel. Did you do? Your, did you go like when you go back home? For you have a big dinner uh, at your house. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like what type of like Italian food or what? Like what? What's your? It's what usually type of like food? it'll be like ribs and burgers and uh, what is that? Pork like, what's that? Like what? Yeah. What? Like some people go. Oh, it's all Jewish. It's all this. What would that be? Uh, I guess it'd be like uh, like kind of like 
Carolina barbecue or, or I don't know. I mean, it's like just Southern Georgia. Like, can your parents cook? Food. Did they grow up? Like, did they both cook? Yeah, my brother's a really good cook. And really? My, my both my parents cook. And, did he uh, go to school or is he just a good cook? I think he just watched YouTube for a while. <laughs> I only don't cook because the patience. I admire. Like, I get anxious. I am always worried about under or overdoing it. And then I end up overdoing it. That I. It's just look. People. Some people are do. Uh, some people. They learn, but yeah. innately have a sense in them, and then they learn. Because some people, I've seen people cook frantically. That, uh, my friend Gina was not like that. She would like, um, and, and just, I know because of the first time, remember? But like John did it the other night. He did like a breakfast, and it was pretty, it was, it was yeah. calm. It was, you know what I mean? Like, you could tell you had hustle, but it was, like, where you could enjoy it. And that's the way my friend Gina would cook. Like, you could, like, give her the kitchen. She would, i go, I'll stay out of the kitchen. I'll take over. You know, or if yeah. you need help. But um, that's not me. I just don't enjoy it. Even when I've cooked and it goes well, I'm like, I still didn't like that. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And then you got to do the dishes, and then you're full doing dishes. Like, ugh. It's terrible. It's a lot of work. But yeah. if you're organized enough. I had it one. I, I Okay. So I had it down to, there, there are these paper it's not good for the environment, so I get it. I get it, but it made it the easiest, and I got these. I wanted it to be like this, easiest dinner in the world. Like, how easy could I make it? So I lined everything with, like, the, the salad was, so that could be thrown out. Like, I really did a lot, and I bought these, like, they're like balsa wood paper plates. <laughs> but they're the best, but you throw, yeah. you throw them out. It's not <laughs> good. It's not good, you know. So, and then the same thing with the silverware. I made it that. So mm-hmm. there was, like... The, Cleaning it up was so easy. Oh, yeah. But I never did it again because, I mean, I, I threw out a lot. But of everybody on the podcast, get some balsa wood paper plates. And, you know uh, what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know why? Because they were good enough to look nice. Yeah, yeah. I wanted it to be a cool dinner. I thought, well, I don't want to use paper plates. Balsa wood paper plates. I know. Should I not admit we're this? We're bad for the environment. Should but I, I, why I just I, get us once in a while. Should I feel like, <laughs> who said that? I was just a very honest. Get us, guy. get us. Just we're get bad us. for the environment, but just only a couple times a year. Get us, yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to do it every night like a moron. Uh, who I can't. What me. Aristotle? Uh, no, I want to know now. I'm trying to. I may be mistaking balsa wood, but I mean, I feel like that's still better than the wax dip paper plates. Yeah. Really? Oh, because it's wood, uh, and it's it can... wood, and it'll break down. Wow! I knew I was doing plates. something right. It looks nice, and it's better. Okay, and now, now I may as well tell you a little more. This you're not okay with, but I'll be Those honest. Wax dip balsa wood? No, since I did, since that could actually be okay. We all get it. It's not something I want to keep doing. But if it's wood, okay. But this is wrong. I know it. So I, I don't want to do dishes so bad. It's the hardest part of a big dinner. The silverware yeah, yeah. you can all go with the dishwasher. Glasses you can use plastic. It's the plates. Oh, There's the so many plates. So at my house, I said there was a tradition. Everyone believed it. It's when my mom got married to her new husband. And I said, where well, you break the plate into the trash can and you make a wish. <laughs> so I just got cheap plates at the dollar store because, you know, I didn't want to break my mom's plates. Yeah. So everybody did it. They went outside. I had the trash can at the front. Like, they opened the front door and the trash can was, like, right there. It's like the same we have here where the truck can pick it up. Yeah, yeah. And I even put, like, a tablecloth around it so it didn't look, like, disgusting, you know? So it was right out the front door. Everybody dropped it. My, my, my mom's new husband goes, oh, I threw it in and it didn't break. I go, oh, that means you get two wishes. <laughs> they, they believed it. Like, no one went, oh, shut up. They, no one doubted that it wasn't a tradition anywhere yeah. um, <laughs> until Steve, his son, brought it up years later. Like, was that? 
I go, I don't know, it wasn't really real. <laughs> None of it's you, real. Yeah, I go, Some but, of their but you could see in India, you break your plate. Like, yeah, no one. Yeah. But anyway, that's how we didn't have to wash any plates. So no one wanted to wash plates anyway. So they're like, oh, that's good anyway, because you don't have to wash the plates. I hate washing the plates. It's a pain in the ass. Sometimes I'll think about it in the middle. I'll be enjoying the dinner and go, mm-mm, yep. mm, food. And then I'm like, fuck, I got to wash this plate. And then I, I stop enjoying it. Because I'm just like, Can I tell it. you something? That's why in this room, this used to be an outdoor dining room. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I liked about it. Uh, I would have, look, you know, whenever you tell a story that involves a housekeeper, you always feel like, oh, but anybody can afford a housekeeper. Many people, it's just a choice. Some people that make less, spend more money on a car. Some people go, yeah, it's nice to have that type of help. And, you know, it is nice. It is nice. So, but it's not that big of a deal, but it did make me not regret dinners because exactly what you said. So I would have like a big table in the room we're in now. It used to be an outdoor dining room. And I would have like literally 20 people. 20 people all set up but after dinner i would say leave your dishes because then i would leave right. this room that's where we ate dinner and then in the next day she would come in and then this room but for the night i just said leave everything right where it's at and then it wasn't in the house it wasn't in the way and then you just went into the house and had the had the rest of the party yeah but the great. dinner could be saved because yeah it's hard to do that you have to repurpose the table to try to let people sit there so you're clearing and trying to yeah it's you right. You're halfway through dinner. You're right. You go. Oh, I gotta do that. But I. So I'm always trying to figure out the way not to have to do that. Yeah. It's like it's like my having a mission. dinner. It's like work. It's like oh, it is. It's it's like if you if you had a dinner ten minutes before you had to be at work and now you're clocking in. <laughs> like, it's just not fun. Can I tell you? You know, his. I I think having someone there. I did it once or twice. Having someone there during it. It really made it nice because then when you're here even when we were eating in here I would have her the night before too a few times so that means the kitchen every single thing in the kitchen well everybody's in here is getting clean what the food was made and what it was brought in everything just done clean pots pans gone and then you just so when you go into the house it's all ready this is what I would meditate to the the thought of not doing dishes let me tell you something it's nice my mom she won't. She can afford to have. She she has somebody. One of the people she had was, um, that that would help her was. Um, but what their religious belief? They didn't celebrate Christmas. I forget what it was. And I don't think Thanksgiving either. So she would be like available on these days where you wouldn't want to. You'd feel a little bad for having somebody. You know what I mean? Because it's Thanksgiving. She did, they don't even celebrate it. She goes, oh, I'd rather do it myself. I go, well then don't ask me. I didn't really say that. But like I don't want to be helping at all. So can I pay to have someone there for me? So it'll be like me, oh, Todd, help. Okay, go ahead. Then I'll just say, whenever they ask me to do something, you do it. I brought her. Well, a friend of mine did that with a day laborer. Everybody was helping this person move, Rob, and he didn't want to help move, so he went and got a day laborer, and he showed up with it, and everyone thought it was unfair. He goes, well, you can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Like He just had someone there. He goes, I I wanted to be here to offer my hand. If I can afford 100 bucks to not have to do it, that's what I did. Yeah. I thought I was fine with that. But anyway... What is my point? I oh, get yeah. a day laborer to, while I'm on stage, and then I can go pee during my set. <laughs> yeah. he, he tells jokes for a couple minutes. This sounds very pretentious, but I know it's not. It's just a matter of trying to create a perfect situation where you're not Have you regretting. noticed that the, the, the cruise ship band is, like, playing closer and closer to... I did. Well, they, they're a mobile band. They're what they do. They, you know, they're... I just... I feel like... I don't know. I will probably edit it out. Can I tell you something? Uh, when... I feel like they know where the word got out that we're recording the podcast on here, and they're trying to get to like, oh, oh we're going into port. How long, how long is the port par- part of porting? 
Sometimes it can take up miles from this port. No, we're probably this will last for about 15 minutes. Oh my god! The horn gets louder and louder. How do you want to close? Do you want to do something we've never done before, ever? Oh, I'm so excited! Shut all the music off. Shut all the music off. All the music, all the bells and whistles. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I want to say goodbye to you. I'm not. Yes. I am. Uh, I'm not afraid of living. I used to be afraid of the clothes. Mm-hmm. How are we going to close? I close however I want. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're, We're done. done. We had a good time. All right. I want to take a deep breath. Just let's return people in a more peaceful place than we got them. Was that a bomb or was that like... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what I thought would make everybody at peace. A bomb in the... (laughs) A bomb... A bomb in the rain. Nothing... Nothing's more peaceful than a bomb that went off while it's raining. Oh, the smell of bomb fluid. I don't know anything about bombs to make that joke work any better than that. All right, listen, I'm done. I don't want to have a podcast that goes on too long. Nah, that was great. We had fun. That was good. We had a good time, right? Do you think we're in the intellectual dark web now? Do you have a Twitter? <laughs> Do you have a Twitter account? Uh, you don't need to plug Instagram. What's your Instagram? You don't want to plug it. You don't need to. Anybody wants to, I always give them the opportunity. Right. Aaron Simon, you still have your your dog petting business? Well, how's it going? One eight hundred. I'll pet your dog. <laughs> I don't think you should have a guy winking in the photo. It looks like he's being erroneous. I'll pet your dog, and then the guy winks in the commercial. You can follow me at uh, at Nerdist. It's a it's N E R D I S. Oh, you're with Nerdist yes, now. At Nerdist. Oh, I they're got the great. Handle. You're great. You'll love them. No, we did. We love them. We joke around a little, but we love them. That's me in real life. <laughs> oh no, 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 we were joking around, but a little bit. All right, we gotta go. I gotta right. go. Look, and I'm gonna check myself in the mental institution. I think you should. Do you really? Yeah, it's fun. Hey, would you? That's not a sound effect. I swear to God. They got games. All right. All right. Here's how we can I'm go gonna to I'm going to go back to my uh, my room. Uh, on Here's how we show. can go to close. Uh, I think uh, I know what to do. So um, hold on, hold on. Just one, any, 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 you know, just what a fun. I, I had a great time, by the way. It was a great Seriously, podcast. I know you leave in the car. Do you, If you're like me, you think, how, what was it? If you had fun, I had a blast. I had a great time. You might not have, though, for I don't know if you're telling your friends. But I, pure joy. Right? What a journey we took. I thought it was a great journey. This is crazy. This could be a Netflix special. I think it will be. I think, I'm hoping this will be. Let the song, you know, we play a song because it's a real show and it turns it into a play. And they're, now the audience is leaving and the credits are rolling. Caleb Sign, everybody. Let the band play us out of here. Everybody, Eric Calver! Wow! Stop! We've been let go. The shit you said, we got let go. Oh man. Starburns. Yeah. They just dropped us.
I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you. Not the things that hide you, not your toys. They're just beside you. But it's you I like. Every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue. That it's you I like. It's you yourself. It's you. It's you. It's you I like. It's you I like.